if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. No, he's trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, straight to do. I'm a white sound like Bane. What's the fuck on that? Look at us, it's going to be awkward. This is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. Oh, I see what you did there, Tony. I see what you did there. Very nicely done. Right? You did plan that, right? I picked the one that I was like, yeah, I think this is it. <laughs> so I just, yeah. Even better. It's, yeah. it's, that's, 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 that's part of the <laughs> I was, I was that's like absolutely 90% sure that it was the right one. <laughs> nice. Well done, sir. Well, you sure. nailed it. Thanks. Episode 559 of the Bad Boys Podcast is already on a fucking great start. My man MCP just kicking us off just correct with the great PJ Souls. Totally hooking us up with that awesome sounder at Palooza. I forget what year it was, but I asked her. She's totally cool. That's why you hear the crowd in the in the background. She was totally cool for it, and I love her for it. It's awesome. It's, um you should like it too, Harley, because she shows some boobies in Halloween, if you remember correctly. I like them already. Yeah. You like what you see? And I met her boyfriend in the movie, too, who, um, if you remember, he had those funky, goofy glasses, and he actually let me, he actually had this. He still owns those glasses, and I get to wear them. So that was cool. And they're really real prescription ones, because after I wore them, I was like, whoa, these are for real. So he's like, yeah, it's like an acid trip. Huh? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, Harley would understand more than I would. <laughs> I, don't, I don't partake in such stuff like that. But hey. What's going on, fellas? Happy Fourth! Yo. We just celebrate our Independence Day. Yeah. Will Smith punching aliens when they come down from Earth. Welcome to Earth. Takes a big stogie. Earth with an F. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, you are listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant all things movies. I'm your host Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining I'm me as Harley. always. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm a little ahead of myself. <laughs> Man, you know what's funny? You did that because like. <laughs> For some reason, I got a YouTube recommended of our old podcast from KNRFM. Oh, wow. It was just me and you. Tony must have been gone that day, and you interrupted me in the intro, and I oh, lost wow. my shit. <laughs> so it's just funny that after 559 episodes, you're I'm still, still doing, doing that shit. Don't, don't do yeah. Don't ever change, Harley. Bruh. Um, uh, <laughs> and you are? Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett, a.k.a. The Interrupter, a.k.a. Loud Racist Guy, a.k.a. What else you got? Because we all know how much I hate black people. <laughs> that's what, there you go. No, AKA the chicken fucker. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the one. That's what we're waiting for. And I'm Tony, AKA MCP. See, I. Why, why don't you ever interrupt Tony? Because he didn't talk. Yeah, but he was he was waiting patiently. You notice how you, he didn't say anything? He waited until well, you actually he quiet. He is the non interrupter. He's the. Yeah, see, you're too busy. He's the opposite of interrupter. He wants to be interrupted, so he doesn't have to speak. Is that what it is? <laughs> Tony, am I way off? You were talking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Harley has flown the coop. <laughs> Thank you, Thoroughgood Jenkins. That's right. Yes, yeah, sir. No, but it's just funny, you know. But it was just funny that that popped up, and I was watching a little bit of it, and we're and it was cool having the little live chat, you know, the people that were on there. They had some funny ass names, the people that were tuning in late night. Oh, that's on right. There. Yeah, and we read them, and then I'm like, all right, I'm all pumped. Start, I start doing the intro, and then Harley says something immediately, and I'm like, God damn it, you always interrupt me. And it just happened today. It's just so funny. You had to do it again. So that was pretty funny. Oh, man. So what's going on, fellas? Nothing really. Just Tuesday. Just yeah. came back to work today. Oh, I got to cl- you know? click this. Don't interrupt me, cunt! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing. Okay. That's a good one. I'll save that one. Yeah. Man, what, what did you look up for that? <laughs> interrupt. Just don't interrupt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, that was a good one. Real quick, before we get started, uh, not to be on the somber note, but um, we lost um, uh, a world-renowned, great Hollywood director, known for making um, awesome movies and different, diverse movies too. You look at his catalog of movies. Hey, it range he, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we lost Richard Donner. I believe died at ninety-one. Mm. Right. Um. He. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, ninety-one. Um. He directed Superman, Lady Hawk, Lethal Weapon, Conspiracy Theory, The Goonies. Yeah. I mean, any of these movies. I think um, The Goonies was the one and only movie that Steven Spielberg wrote, correct? Oh, is that right? I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm clicking on right now. Chris Columbus, screenplay and Steven, yeah, story by yeah, Steven Spielberg. Steve, yeah, because yeah, he's never written any of his movies, but oh, gotcha. Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, good call. But yeah, no, he, he's done a lot, and... um I remember seeing um, 16 Blocks with uh, Most Def. Oh, he did that? Bruce Willis. Yeah. I remember that one. That okay. was the last thing he did back in 2006. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You remember liking it? Uh, Yeah. I remember it being, oh. you know, entertaining enough. It might have been beauty because it says David I was going to say, you go remember. back far enough to the early I was podcast. Say, we probably did, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Scrooged, I think, is one of my favorites. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did a That's couple uh, Tales from the Crypt episodes, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, he did all Lethal Weapons. He did one, two, and three. And then four. 98, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, and another tie into the Bad Boys podcast, he directed The Omen. Yeah, man. So that was like the first. He did that the year before Superman, or two years before. I'm looking it up. Yeah. And uh, got our boy Harvey Stevens. I that one reviewing on the podcast. That one was heavy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so, yeah, think about that. So, he went from, like, you know, a horror movie, like, that to Superman. Like, that's just, you know. Right. That's crazy. And then he's got Superman 2 and then the Richard Donner cut. Um, and then did family-friendly movie, like, Goonies 85. Look at that track record. Omen, Superman, Superman yeah. 2, Lady Hawk. Did you guys ever see Lady Hawk? I don't believe I always so. see that cover. Uh, the thief Gaston escapes the dungeon of medieval Aquila through the lantern. Soldiers are about to kill him when Navarre saves him. Navarre, traveling with the spirited hawk, plans to kill the bishop of Aquila with the help of from Gaston. Michelle Pfeiffer's in Pfeiffer. it. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. And Rucker Hauer. Yeah. I haven't seen that cover, but yeah. So, okay, so that many did that as well. And then they said Scrooge, and then Lethal Weapon 2. Radio Flyer in 92. You guys remember? Oh, remember Radio Flyer? I like yeah, that, that movie. One was, that one was kind of a cult classic. Yeah. With um, uh, Elijah Wood. Wasn't his dad always beat him, right? 
It follow, so, recounts a dark period of his childhood when he and his little brother lived in the suburbs. Yeah, I think that was the one where, like, you would never see the dad, but he would always just, like, beat him. I, mean, I, think, I, I think I saw that in school. They showed this in school, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, but if you look, so, yeah, man, unfortunately, you know, but 91, man, that's a, that's a good run, man. He, he, uh, he had a long life. I've seen a lot of cool things, a lot, a lot of different actors saying good things about him and everything, so. Any of those movies stand out from you guys a lot that you like? Uh, I think the the Lethal Weapon films, I think they, you know, say what you will about maybe some of the later ones, but um, for four movies, I, I mean, I think they're just sort of that perfect example of the buddy cop film. Oh, we wouldn't have bad boys if it was a Lethal right. Weapon. Right, I totally agree. I mean... Um, you know, we, we've seen... We've we seen, still quote the movie, you know? Right, I mean, right. we used to play it on our... Uh, what was it? Uh, was our birthdays? Or when did you when did you play it, Tony? Yeah, here it is. Too old for this shit. See? There it is. Yeah, see? Yeah. We've been honoring Mr. Donner's work from the beginning, see? Right. That's right. That. Yeah. yeah. So we quote him, and then and then another tie-in with Mr. Donner is the Omen. I got Harvey Stevens to do a sounder for us. Well, that's right, we got you that drop. Yeah, yeah, assassins with uh, is that with Stallone and Banderas? Yeah, you guys yeah. know that one. Oh yeah, shit, yeah, I that's right. That, that, that movie. Yeah, yeah. Check out, check out who wrote it. You see who wrote it? Mm. The Wachowskis. Oh shit! Yeah, Lana and Lily. Interesting. Yeah, trip out on that. I just noticed that. Stallone, Banderas, and Julia Moore. They wrote it. Yeah. So, R.I.P., Mr. Donner, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. Timeline. You Did we watch Timeline? Oh, was yeah. that the... Is that the... Uh, oh, with Paul Walker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read the book. Oh, my God. I watched book. the movie, yeah. and the movie is an abortion, and the oh. book is classic Michael Crichton sci-fi. Yep, yep, yep. But, but then he, this time he... He actually did time travel, right? Time timeline's about time travel. Mm-hmm. So, good cast, though, man. Jeez, Billy, Billy Connolly, Neil McDonough, Ethan Embry. I remember the movie being a mess. Okay, yeah, yeah, man. But like I said, um, died July fifth, twenty twenty one, ninety one, New York. But like I said, and I just rewatched all the Lethal Weapons. Remember, I had that phase where I just watched them all. <laughs> yeah, I do remember Recently. that. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Mr. Donner. Have a good life. Yeah, ninety-one. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, I just found out last night. Um, I was I was on Instagram and I saw this post and it scared me. You saw uh, Andre Gower, who, um, if you look at my picture on our chat, I'm standing right next to him. Uh, who um, the Monster Squad actor Andre Gower hospitalized following a heart attack. Mm. Gower, who says he nearly died, was admitted to the hospital and a pacemaker was installed. The Monster Squad actor Andre Gower was hospitalized over the weekend after suffering a heart attack, according to a statement on the GoFundMe page set up to help cover his medical bills. The actor fell ill while playing tennis and was subsequently rushed to urgent care, where it was confirmed that Gower 48 had suffered a severe heart attack. He was taken to hospital and a pacemaker was installed to his heart. He had a blood clot, and his friend just like um, knew something was wrong and just immediately took him. And uh, yeah, man, it's scary, dude. Freaking 48, dude. My right coronary artery ended up being 100% blocked. With a giant blood clot. Apparently, according to the people that worked on me and the excellent cath lab team, we got here within with about ten minutes to spare. How oh. fucking crazy is that? 
Oh man. So you know, I uh, I call myself my friends. I go get autographs. We you know we we I coined ourselves a Monster Squad. You know, we're big fans of the movie. I met him a couple times, and um, you know he's always been nice and signed my my you know my Monster Squad stuff. And when I saw that, I was like, met him at Comic Con, and just uh, he's five six, so he's really short. So every time you you can't miss him, uh, but always been super cool. And I geeked out the first time I met him because I was like, dude, I fucking love Monster Squad. Like it's kind of funny that um, we talked about Goonies because it was always like a rival. Like people, some people like both movies, but some people are like. They're all they're either Team Monster Squad or Team Goonies, so it's kind of funny. Hmm. Um, um, but yeah, so just hearing that, and, and it just kind of scared me. I was on Instagram, and I saw him, and he's lying there in the hospital, and he it was one of those reels, you know, it's like one of the longer videos. It was like ten minutes of him just talking what happened. I was like, oh shit, that's fucking scary, you know? You're like forty eight. I'm like, I'm like that's that's close. I mean, that's that's not you know, he's an old man, so just, just never know, man. It's scary. So I'm glad he's he's doing okay. He's doing better now. And uh, like I said, he's got to go fund me page, and and the medical bills are got to be astronomically fucking yeah, on the roof with some shit like that. So, um, so that's the update there. I I'm still in the ICU. They've just removed my two main lines, which is good, which means my heart is working adequately enough to take the pacemaker out and the lines. But we'll see in another day or two and go from there. Um, to yeah, so speedy recovery to the leader, the Moscow. You know, kick the fucking kick it in this Nards hard. <laughs> and uh, you know you're in the goddamn club, so you got to keep going, man. All right, so that other like bad stuff. Cent, out, like a fifty cent rap in there. What's bow, that? Bow, because you were like he's in the club. Oh, he's in the goddamn club. Oh no, but the, but the Monster Squad does have a rap song at the end of the the, the movie. Oh, pretty funny. Um, I don't know if you guys know. Did you guys know there was a Sopranos prequel movie out there? No, there's a trailer out for it. Yeah, there's a trailer out for it. It's called The Many. Saints of Newark, and uh, and the trippy part about it is James Gandolfini's kid is playing Tony Soprano, a young Tony Soprano, kind of mm. like uh, Ice Cube's kid played him, his younger self. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm. yeah. If you look at the cast, it's got Ray Liotta, it's got uh, uh, John Bernthal, and uh, if you guys are huge fans of Sopranos, I mean, you got to check it out. They're they're playing the music, and it's just like him, you know, growing up as a kid, and just it's pretty much just going to be like you know the origin story of, of you know Tony. It says, young Anthony Soprano's growing up in one of the most tumultuous, tum, tum, oh, I can't even speak right now, tumultuous areas in Newark's history, becoming a man just as rival gangsters begin to rise up and challenge the all-powerful DeMeo crime families hold over the increasingly race-torn city. You know me, me, I love me some mob movies, so when I seen it, and I love Sopranos, so like, when I saw this pop up, I think they'd all send me the trailer, and uh, oh, Vera Farmiga's in it too, so that's another bonus. Um, just looks awesome. I mean, it's, I think it's, I think it's cool that, um, um, James Gandolfini's kid can honor, you know, his dad like that by playing this iconic role that he everyone knows him by. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. It's kind of neat. Yeah, you're, I mean, the like Sopranos play, were one out. of those. Sopranos were one of those early shows from the '90s that yeah made HBO. Who it, it, they are. Oh yeah, exactly. And, and they since then, it's nonstop. There. Yeah, and it's from David Chase who created Sopranos. So it's you know who knows the story better than him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm the acclaimed creator Sopranos. So it's got that look, and it's just you know. It's 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 just it's, uh, you know what I mean. So if you're a huge Sopranos fan, check out the trailer, and uh, I'm pretty sure you know. I think I think it's gonna premiere on HBO too, um, and maybe in theaters. But yeah, uh, a new mom movie uh, in, in Sopranos in the Sopranos world, love it. I'm all I'm all for it. So let's fucking do it up. 
And one more thing I was going to play, since another tie-in with a certain actor from the movie Assassins, our, our boy celebrating a birthday today, Mr. Sylvester Stallone. Play the song again, Tony. Oh, that's right. We're bringing it back. 76. Too old for this shit. Not only do you interrupt me, but now you're interrupting the dan- our, our, our intro, our jingle songs. Now you cross the line, Harley. I, I will not. I will not so stand here for that. Us. You can interrupt me all day long, but you start interrupting the songs, we're gonna have problems. Right. And I'm gonna sound tough because my wife just walked in. Oh, you know sure. what else, Harley? I'm gonna break your friggin' neck. How about that? <laughs> you best you like protect that? You like your that? neck. See, Amy said that was hot. See, that worked. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas, we gotta end this episode fast. Um, okay, so Harley said 76. Tony, what you got? Fuck, I don't know. It's Undercut his ass, dude. Just, you know. 75? You sure, you yeah, go. why not? 75. 75, you got it. <laughs> oh, damn, I was only one year off. That's pretty good, though. But but trip on that, though. But just stop for a second and think about that. Right. The versus is 75. And I'll yeah, bench Arnold. all of us. Arnold's right there with you. I mean, Arnold's the same age. Yeah. Super yeah. old as dirt. Yeah. Well, people don't remember, or people don't realize... Like, he was, like, 30 or something when he did Terminator. Like, he was already a grown-ass man. Like, he wasn't 22, you well, know? I don't think anyone thought that. I don't know. I felt like he was so big, everybody just thought he was, like, young How was he when he was in Conan, then? then? Now you're talking about your late 20s. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up here. Okay. So he was born in 47... And all right, while he's doing that, Tony, are you excited for House of the Dragon? House of the Dragon. That sounds House of the, House, House of the Dragon cast younger uh, versions of Game of Princes. Thrones. Yeah. Thing? Oh, it's the prequel to Game of Thrones. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Sounds like your interest. Your interest has peaked. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't re- I haven't read the books. Oh, okay. uh, I've been wanting to go back and read. Oh, read so the there books are prequel books from there, there's actually books, and they're actually finished. It says uh, this is based on his book, The uh, Fire and Blood, which is finished, so the, <laughs> which uh, has a start and an end. <laughs> we don't have to wait for him. Right. I don't know which. I, I don't know which one. I don't know where he's at. I don't know where where all the books are at. That's what I mean. I haven't I haven't picked them back up. Oh, gotcha. Because like once 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 you see the end of the show, it's like you got Tony pick those books up. (laughs) Yeah, I got time for that. Hey, can't you listen to audiobooks while you're working, dude? Well, you can't multitask like that. Not with a story. I can't absorb. It's really difficult to absorb a story versus facts. If anyone can do it, I think you can. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) There's there's like a scientific physiological. Inability to do certain things at the same time, multitasking. Yeah, like patting your head on and then making circles on your stomach no. at the same time. No. Oh, Arnold was like thirty-four when he was Conan the Barbarian. What? Thirty-seven when he did Terminator. Yeah, see, you over here thinking he's twenty-two. What? No, you motherfucker! I said. He, he was in his thirties when he did Terminator, and you're like, "That's no big surprise." I thought everybody knew that. No, he was I'm telling you, he was 37. Yeah, he looked older to me when I was watching him when I was a kid. I didn't think he was like 20s. Oh, I see. I thought he was a young man. 
That's because you're an idiot. There you go. <laughs> All right, Kevin Hart celebrating a birthday today as well. He shares a birthday with Stallone. How old do you think Kevin Hart is? Tony, go. Uh, 42. All oh, right. I was going to go 42. I'm going to say 41. Yeah, Tony got it, got it correct, 42. Damn. Nice job. Damn. Brain Someone that hates this game smoke. so much. He's doing so good. I know. Well, Harley, you don't have a chance to win. He's already got two more one, but we'll we'll give you another shot. Right. We got Eva Green or Jeffrey Rush. Who who do you want to pick? I'm gonna do Eva Green. Eva oh, Green, yeah, you right. do. Yeah, he does. <laughs> who does? Forty three. All right. Thirty eight. She is 41. Since Tony's yeah, closer, he's going to win. Yeah. No, I was... no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like Fonzo's math. <laughs> Thank you. So, what's so Whoa. <laughs> Hello. Well, there you go. That's the birthday game. We haven't played in forever. I hope you enjoyed it. A little blast from the past. What are those little... Um... Those little vending machines where you put the quarter in and you, you randomly get a little toy or a sticker. What are those things called? A vending machine? Uh, there's a name for it. Tony, the, help well, me the, without the claw, but the one we just automatically get a price. Right. Like a, it just comes in that little egg plastic shape. ball. Yeah. The one with that chicken lays eggs where you get all horny and stuff. What? Oh, yeah. Capsules? They always, yeah. Maybe they're they called capsules. They always have them in the supermarket. The, the right. Gun, like gumball machines? Yeah, yeah like so you get a prize, you get a ring or something. But, or but they right, have, right, they right. have chain. yeah, they have capsules in them, right? Yeah. Those, those, and they're so really hard. Those, to, or that you could never out. open as a kid, like you had to yeah. stomp on it yeah, to open it ground. up, and then you end up breaking yeah. what's inside of it. Exactly. And you're like so pumped to get it, and then it's like 15 minutes later you forget about it. Yeah. Um, or, it's, or if you're at Albertos, you get the homies and the little eggs. That's right. Yeah. Hey. Um, <clears throat> Tony's drop machine is like a gumball machine. <laughs> you know? Yes, he hits the yeah. drop machine button and he doesn't know what he's gonna get. Or, or it's like a box of chocolates. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harley, See, that was good. Harley spitting Harley spitting spit facts over here. Spit right. on fire. Yeah. So since uh, I'll go first with the extras, since I'm looking at the top box office in a certain movie that made 23 million this week. It's uh, called F9, The Fast Saga. Currently at a 5.5 on IMDb. Cypher enlists the help of Jacob, Dom's younger brother, to take revenge on Dom and his team. And Jacob is played by John Cena. Now, now we're in the... Okay, we're in the thick of this, folks. This movie is 2 hours and 23 minutes long. F9, The Fast Saga. Directed by Justin Lin. Justin Lin is back. Ben Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordan Brewster's back. Tyrese Ludacris are back. Now we're supposed to believe that Dom, Ben Diesel's character, is, has had a younger brother this whole time. We're nine movies in, and all of a sudden now we find out he has a brother. And it's played by John Cena. And I don't know who's older, but they're saying it's his, his younger brother. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> That's my buddy, yeah. my buddy Schwa from work I'm always talking about. 
That's his ringtone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he never picks it up, too. He just wants to hear the whole no, thing. No, and we used to be, like, in the office, like, in this perfect office environment. And would scream that first time, too? He always had the fucking volume on, like, super loud. So you would just, and I'd be like, yo, Schwa, John Cena's calling you. He's like, oh, cool, thanks. <laughs> he didn't, he couldn't hear it? It was that loud? He couldn't hear no, it? No, like, he'd be in the other room or something like that. Oh, know, oh gotcha. Because he left his phone at his desk. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, now you can refer to him as Dom's brother, Jacob. There you go. And, uh, yeah, this shit's absurd. Um, this shit's crazy. I mean, you know, what's so fun, what's funny about this movie though, they finally, finally make fun of themselves in the movie. They finally point out, uh, all the, um, the shit we've been saying for years, right? There's a line in the movie where Ludacris says, you know, all we gotta do is follow the laws of physics and everything will be okay. You know, it's almost like a, that's why they would say, wink at the camera. Cause you look right. at yourself, you're like, they've never followed the law of physics in the movie. So, right. it's kind of like, you know, we hear y'all folks, let's throw that line in there. Um, throughout the movie, Tyrese has this epiphany where he thinks he's gonna, he's invincible. Right? He's like, how, did, how come we, you guys ever noticed we've done all this crazy shit? We survived the submarine, <laughs> helicopters, tanks, and we, and we don't die. And he's like, I think we're invincible. And, and, and Luda, 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 yeah, that's part eight. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't and remember. He, and he's like, he's, they're all he, like interchangeable. Dude, he even gets a Looney Tune death, dude. This fucking big truck just lands on him. You're like, oh, he's fucking dead. And next thing you know, he like dusts off his shirt and he comes up. He comes. He comes out from the back of him and just walks out. Yeah. Like, oh my god, like, I got. I gotta watch this. If it's dude, that. It's dude, so he's like, dude, it's, it's, dude, all they had to do was play the, like, the, the Roadrunner, meep, meep, and he could have ran away. <laughs> yes. afterwards. Like, uh, the it's tank, like, the, the best part would have, the, the tank on the side of it would have said Acme. Acme. It's that, it's that, it's that, pun intended, ludicrous. Hey. Um, cause even they make fun of him. He's like, he's like, man, you, it's almost like, you yeah, smoked yourself retarded. He's thinking, he's like, guys, I think we're invincible. And of all the crazy shit we've done, we've, look, I, I, look, there's one part where he, like, fights, like, it's, this is the beginning. It doesn't ruin anything. It's a really cool action scene in the very beginning. Um, there's like 14 soldiers all surrounding him. He picks up an AK and takes them all out and he doesn't get shot or wounded or nothing. And he starts, the whole t- movie thinks he's invincible. He's like, I don't think we can die. You know, so they poke, they, they, they poke fun of themselves for that. And the biggest one where they poke fun, poke fun of themselves is when they go to fucking space. Well, that ain't spoiling anything. They've always talked, you know, that everybody's in their mothers have said, you know, well, where else can they go but space, right? They fucking go to space. And Harley, let me tell you, not only do they go to space, but just guess which vehicle they take to, to, that takes them to space. A DeLorean. Nope, a Pontiac Fiero. Oh my god! So if you look at that car, yeah. So you guys aren't fans of. Right? If I say stuff from the movie, you guys don't care if it's spoiled or anything, right? Or no, I don't care. No. Okay, no, there's just some care. certain cameos for the past. I'm not gonna remember shit from tonight anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's just uh, me- uh, uh, cast members from the previous other movies that make an appearance, and that and their and their big thing is putting rockets on on top on top of cars, and uh, they they're trying to they're trying to um, see if they can go faster than the plane that's taking off at an airport, and it comes to play later on where they take the fucking car to space, and they got scuba outfits for <laughs> Tyrese while they're in fucking space. I looked at my buddy Scott, and he's just got his hands in there like coworker Scott, not uh, uh signature Scott. He was just like. He just kept laughing. We're like, yeah, dude. I mean, this is, I mean, I mean, obviously he's a fan of the movies. I'm a fan of the franchise. So, you know, we, um, we had to see it. It is way more entertaining than, than eight. And it is, and what's crazy is all these flashbacks. They show you. So 
it's you know what it's like it's like a soap opera like on tv where they just have like a twin right when someone a cast a, a character dies they always bring up the evil twin right so they mm-hmm. can bring that same actor can come back right well, there's always there's always a crazy twist where somebody somebody comes back to life uh one of the characters in the movie actually comes back to life again you're like what the fuck i mean they they can just like they just have a big whiteboard and they just throw things up on there and just write stuff and then go and then oh yeah that'll work that'll work and and you know what and it'll you can make it work. It's just, you know, just whatever, you know? Like I said, if they fight dinosaurs next, I'll be all for it. You know, <laughs> but anyway, like, so, like, they do flashbacks. They have, like, they have a young character play Vin Diesel, and we get to see, like, and if you remember part one, he talks about his dad and, like, this accident he had, and they went to jail, and they, so they show you all that stuff, which is kind of cool. And Michael Rooker is in it, in the flashbacks, which is kind of neat. Um, we see Vin Diesel's dad, and then we see the character play John Cena. So you watch that, you're like, Okay, fast one, never talked about his brother. In part two, through eight, they never mention it. So, you know, they finally mention it. And you're like, you look at flashbacks, they have them in there, like, okay, all right. I mean, if you could believe, like, Vin Diesel can uh, break a chain off a thing and, and, and swing like Tarzan, but with a car, you know what I mean? <laughs> and do all these crazy stunts, right? Where he, like, catches Michelle Rodriguez midair in part five and lands on the windshield, doesn't get hurt. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, I mean, so why, why challenge anything that this movie does, right? You're gonna critique, like, how can it be his brother in there? Who, come on, they fucking, they were carrying around a, a safes in the back of their two cars when Vin and Paul Walker were driving, right? And they blow up the ship out of Brazil or whatever they were at. So I was like, you can't question anything anymore, man. You just gotta go for the ride. And that's what it is. And then, and with part nine, you know, that it, it's, it made that much and just suddenly came back. It's fucking nuts. Now, one of the coolest parts too is we finally get street racing again in Los Angeles. So we get to see a young Dom racing again. And you're like, oh shit. This is what I'm talking about. This is what the fans have been wanting forever, right? We liked five, we liked six, but then six, seven, eight, and they just, uh, even maybe mid six, it got too crazy. But we finally get some street racing in Los Angeles back in the day. And not only that, but they play a remix to fucking Breeze from Prodigy. Ooh, Tony, look up, ooh. Tony, look up Prodigy re- remix, or like, I think it starts, and it features RZA. So me and my friend oh, Scott, and Scott's a big dance music guy, he likes dance music, so we're, we're, we're watching it, and I look over at him like, "They fucking playing Breathe or Prodigy." He's like, "Yeah, I heard that too." And you hear, yeah, you I was listen. gonna say you can sample just like a guitar riff. Yeah, but check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. So, yeah, so if you remember from part one, part two, you always had the scene of all the badass cars right, driving up, you know, they're racing, they all got the speakers, and they're always playing some kind of hip hop song, right? Dude, it was just like a throwback to the first one, you know? They kicked this, they kicked this fucking hard. And, you know, I remember, I fucking, I love that song, Breathe from Prodigy. So, mm-hmm. and it was remakes and it just fit the, you know, it fit it. So, so, you know, so after all said and done, the, the way they're, they're poking fun, they're doing the flashbacks to see them young, which is cool. We got to see like a young, uh, characters. We got to see like young Vin and his sister and Michelle Rodriguez character and, uh, I think it was Vince and, and then Jesse. So, so if you're fans of the first one, you can, you geek out on that, that little segment. I know I'm spoiling a lot of shit, but you know, my co-hosts are going to see it. Maybe Tony. Tony seems a little bit <laughs> intrigued, but um, I kinda, I'm kind of curious. I have to watch. I just, I just, I'm never in a hurry right. to see. Kind of curious exactly. about the the spectacle, like yeah, because it, it, well, because they're so self-aware. There, 
Yeah. You know, you can just like take take your brain the the smart part of your brain out, you know, and then let the movie echo around in the chamber of your empty skull. It's fine. Just enjoy it. That should be on the goddamn DVD cover. <laughs> wow. I swear to God, that was amazing. But again, if you're a fan of the series, it's it's you're gonna enjoy it. Um, you know, the the fans that lust the the old days. I mean, you guys got to move on. It's not like that anymore. You know, these guys are fucking. These guys are like the Avengers for Universal. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, if you're a fan of the series, you're gonna enjoy it. Um, if you like to see cool, you know, I mean, if you like to see cool cars doing crazy shit, you know, seeing awesome stunts in action, you're, you're gonna get that. Um, it is a little too long, so you might, it might, you know, it's like, all right, I get it. So for like real hardcore fans, you'll eat up all of it, right? For the casual fans, it's like, okay, you got, you should chop it down a little bit. It's a little too much. Mm. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm buying it for a dollar. We had a good time with it. So I'd buy that for a dollar. And you, did you, you kind of said that you didn't like the last one? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of eight. Uh, um, of all the series, yeah, seven and eight are the ones I watched the, the, the least. Can't go back to him. Seven is the hardest, you know, because of Paul Walker and the untimely oh. death. Uh, I was I, I was them. a little I surprised. Just, I, it, I just can't. I was a little surprised, but then not when they just kept on without Paul Walker. Yeah, you know? but then when you think about it, though, it's like, don't you think he would want him to keep going? Though, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, say say if it was like say it was, like say it was us, right? And I'm like, yo, man, get that money, keep going, guys. You know, if I was gone, I'm like, hey, man, keep you better keep it going. You know, you guys are making money. The fans seem to enjoy it. I mean, the fans really enjoy. It, keep it going, and they do, and they do keep his um, character alive in the movie. So they do mention him in this new one. Oh, you know, cool. yeah. And there's a cam. There's oh fuck, I was gonna spoil a thing at the end, but um, let's just say he his character still. Uh, his presence is still there. Even though we'll his see child. He's got a child, I bet. Well, yeah. Well, Vince got a child too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got a he's got a he's got a child with his uh, his sister. Um, but uh, yeah, they just, oh, like, they're he, Brewster's character. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just um, yeah, they keep his character alive in the in the stories, which is cool, I think. So. Um. Yeah. So, Reed, if you ever come down to L.A., I'm definitely taking you to Toretto's Market. Taking you to spots, filming locations. I know you're a big fan of the first one, so got to do it. All right, so from from Fast Nine to another number and title, Harley. I did that? Yeah, it's called Studio Fifty Four. It's a documentary. We watched. I think it was on Netflix, either that or Hulu. Uh, 2018. It just popped up. I didn't. I, I'd known, uh, you know, roughly about Studio Fifty Four. Uh, the f- notorious, famous nightclub from the seventies in New York City. Manhattan. Funny story tie into that movie with the podcast again. As uh, me and Angie saw that in the theater. <laughs> what this movie? No, not the documentary. The actual. Oh, the, the, the Michael the, Myers. The, yeah, Michael yeah. Myers. Mike Myers and uh, Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah. And Albert. Albert was with us. <laughs> oh shit! Way yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was it was just an interesting uh, documentary uh, on. The, the club, I think. Um, Are you a big fan I, of disco, Harley? Is that what you wanted to watch it? Uh, well, I most of most of what I listened to is sort of rooted in disco and was sort of the the evolution of disco. A lot of people, there's yeah. been a lot of Tony played your favorite disco song, the MF song, right? Right, Tony? Yeah. That was, like, <laughs> was that your favorite disco song? Fucking guy. So. 
We'll play a few. Yeah, I mean, a ton of my favorite tunes are covers and remixes and samples of old disco. Chicago House is probably the closest thing of the evolution of disco. And uh, this was like crazy novelty, celebrity status, like every dime. Everybody go there. Every, like the f- most famous of the famous people showed up there. And behind the scenes, it was run and owned by these two really close friends. One of them uh, was was gay and he was a heavy drug user. And he ends up, spoiler alert, dying of AIDS not too long, uh, but 10 years later or something like that. But um, they're both of the guys that are running the show that run Studio 54 that are like overnight success. It's an understatement. Uh, you know, they end up getting busted for tax evasion and shit like that. And so, what they get um, you for, huh? Income yeah, tax evasion? Income tax evasion. <laughs> so, uh, it's just an interesting behind the scenes take on it. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, obviously one of, one of the characters who started it died back in, I think it was 92 or something like that. He died at, he was 44 or something. He was our age. He was a young man. And then the, the guy who, who has survived, Ian Schrager, um, he went on to be a successful businessman after this, and um, he's interviewed for a majority of the documentary. So yeah. um, It's interesting. I, I think it's, you know, um, I did quite a bit of clubbing and, uh, you know, in my early 20s. Tony, you're familiar with this. Although you don't seem to do a lot of clubbing, though, Tony. You just do the big massive raves. Yeah. Um, you do one in San Diego, though. Well, and, and the vibe in a club has always, we, we tried clubbing and the, it's just not a very friendly vibe. It's a very egocentric vibe in a, in a club that you oh, don't get in raves. See, I never, I never had that experience of, yeah. when we were, when we were clubbing. I could imagine that it changes and evolves and, you know, um, yeah, I, just, I, I think I think it's San Diego. Like, it's real fancy, right? Where you got to really dress up. If you wear right, shoes, you right. Come in. I or think if you it, go just a little more laid laid back one. Like they hardly used to go make take us go to PB. Like oh, this, there's a DJ. They're playing this kind of music. Let's go. You, you know, have to find the right casual. place. Yeah, right. there's yeah. one place we found that seemed really chill in San Diego, and one place we found in Orange. But I mean, that's far away. And right. the San Diego one was hot. It was it was like. It, it was called the basement, and it was hot as fuck. Is and it so we, a gas lamp? Yeah, gas lamp. I remember that place. Yeah, no, and it's just it's so hot in there. There's like one spot under the air conditioner that is okay, <laughs> <laughs> and right. you fight and people fight over it, you know. So it's like, right, yeah, right. we we don't go there anymore. God, what was the what was the name of that place? There was like a restaurant at street level. Yep. But then at night, the basement was a little nightclub. There's another name for it. Like, I can't think of it. So B comes to mind. Anyways, uh, we used to go up to L.A., up to Hollywood. That was our big move. Yeah, L.A. supposed to have some good ones. We just, yeah, we just haven't been out. Yeah, anyways. Uh, anyway, so this is kind of like, um, you know, the, 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 the OG nightclub with the you know, the dancers and the music and, you know, um, so it's, for me, it's kind of a little history, a little, uh, love story to, to the, you know, what it was like before. And, you know, obviously, you know, the, the movie points out, uh, disco was black music, plain and simple. And, and the nightclubs, 
were heavily populated by uh, by gays and blacks. It's like the most minority people, and that was the place where they could go and be free and you know dress how they wanted to and act and and there was no judgment because people were there for the music even with a place like studio 54 that was infamous for its sort of like you were talking about tony this sort of like almost classist mentality only the wealthiest not wealthiest but um uh the the most um prettiest people would get in kind of thing um but there was still this level of of non-judgment. It's like there was almost like these little microcosms, socioeconomic groups um, in the actual dance club. It's weird. It's cool. So, um, you know, I'm kind of, it, it's, it's a soft spot for me. So it, it's, you know, it's a fun documentary. It gets a dollar, of course. That's funny you said that. Buy that for a dollar. Funny you said that about disco. There was a I was I came across this TikTok where it was a, it's a show where Dave Grohl was talking to Pharrell, and he was talking about this drum beat from Smells Like Teen Spirit, and he said he he took it from a lot of bands from back in like the seventies, like the Gap Band, and it was just one song. Um, if you hear the drum beat, what's uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit about to kick about to kick in, and then Pharrell's like wait a minute what and he's like his mind does a whole mind blown thing he's like I had no idea and he catch it and then they play the song from the Gap Band and they play See the Smells Like Teen Spirit and he's like yeah you know and he's like I, he's like, I was listening to all these guys ca- uh, uh, Cameo and like uh, the Gap Band and then see, I ran into one of them one time at a party and he's like hey man they had to say man I've been you know I've been copying your song forever and the guy's like yeah I know you know he's kind of jokingly mm-hmm. with him like while well, partying mm-hmm. But it was like holy shit! Like one of the biggest like grunge songs in the '90s was taken from a you know the Gap Band. Um, um, I think it's the song is um, uh, "You Dropped the Bomb on Me." You know that song? Uh, yep. If oh yeah, heard, she yeah. dropped the bomb on me, baby. Oh, there you go. <laughs> she dropped the bomb on me. Damn, I don't even. I don't even need to find the song. Jeez. You need to find yeah, it. Harley's yeah, got find that song. Harley's yeah. got it. Yeah. So this so the very beginning where it does that like, clapping. Let's see. If you don't nod your head, man, you got no fucking soul. So yeah, so the very beginning was just like a, tat. you know, that's part of the Smell Like Teen Spirit where he does the drums like, when he kicks in. There's a part in this song that does that. So that's in the beginning. That's that's the beginning. Yeah, I think it was that. Maybe it already passed. I don't know. Maybe, this, yeah. Very short. That's what, right. But yeah. But it was just it was just cool to hear that. I was like, oh, that's right. You know. Funny. Well, okay. So the first comment: Who's here? Because Dave Grohl said he used this beat as inspiration. Yeah. See, that's it. Yep. <laughs> so I was curious. I got to check it out. You know. Which is cool though. Put more more listen the more uh, ears to that song. You know what I mean? Like you play that song, man. Sorry, <laughs> someone posted that song as the one that may have in, uh, influenced him. Oh, uh, well, I think he had like, he said like three people or, or uh, okay. so his drumming style, which is crazy to think, right? Because he drum, he's drumming so fast and hard, but to get from from beats from the inspiration from like disco, it's like it's hilarious. So, all right, Ed. cool. Yeah, it's on, currently on Netflix. If you want to check it out, if you guys are interested, there it is. Nothing, nothing this fabulous could last forever. It says Studio Fifty Four, the documentary. Um, and then on on Monday night, uh, hanging out with uh, 
my other boys, the biker boys. Um, I checked out Mark L. Lester's, a retired special forces colonel, tries to save his daughter, who was abducted by his former subordinate. I like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ray Don Chong, Dan Hedaya, supposed to play like a Latin fucking evil bad guy, which is he's terrible. Another tie into the podcast, Mr. Vernon Wells, who oh, plays shit. Bennett in the movie. Mm-hmm. Was nice enough to gracious with a sounder for the podcast. Dude, we are totally going full circle with the podcast. This is amazing. So, yeah, Mr. Vernon Wells, who plays Bennett. Let off some steam, Bennett. David Patrick Kelly's in as well as Sully. Bill Duke. Well, you know what the best part of that, the price of that car is, Harley? Of the Cadillac? Oh, the shit. Uh, you know what he loves the most? The price. Well, he drives away. Drives he off. drives away, yeah. I mean, dude, it's just got, I mean, it's just, it got so quotable. The score's amazing. The fucking montage with him getting ready. We've put on zipping up the back. Oh, yeah. He puts the, the black paint, under the grenades, makeup on his eyes. Tying yeah. the boots all tight. That's how I feel when I go to work every morning. I feel like I'm, I'm John Matrix. I'm tying my boots up. I'm like getting ready. I love that fucking scene. Oh, and that was a young, what's her name? Alyssa uh, Milano. Played yeah. Daughter, yeah. I wanted a flat top so bad as a kid, but my hair wasn't straight, so I couldn't grow one. One of John funny. Matrix haircuts, I just couldn't do it. But yeah. But yeah, man, this movie's a fucking Slater if I ever saw one, man. This movie's so Ooh, bad. That man. was a fucking movie. Oh, yeah, dude. So I'm pretty fun. sure it'd be a Slater if I yeah. watched it with So you. much fun. You should watch it with Mazzy. Father, daughter. Yeah, daughter. that's a good one. That'd yeah. be one of the OG ones, yeah, for, yeah, sure. for sure. She's not Total Recall. Oh, well, there you go. See? Yeah. This is mild part of that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. All right. So is that all of them? Um, Fear Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so... the. So the R.L. Stein books, Fear Street, there's this trilogy event going on on Netflix right now. Uh, Fear Street Part 1, 1994. So every Friday, the month of July, they're releasing a new movie. Um, this one, the first one, it takes place in 94. The second one takes place in 1978. And there's a third one next Friday. So a circle of teenage friends accidentally encounter the ancient evil responsible for a series of brutal murders that have plagued their town for over 300 years. Welcome to Shadyside. Um, I I knew this was coming up because Chris Nelson, who worked on Halloween 2018, who created the effects for that movie and did the mask, uh, was working on this one. So he was, still, you know, he was telling um, his podcast, everyone that listens to the podcast, to check it out. So I'm like, oh yeah, it came out this Friday. I'm gonna check it out. And um, so right off the bat, R.L. Stein book, but this one's a little different because rated R. So they took it up a notch from his stories. Because uh, we get some murder, we get some some mayhem, and it's it's awesome. So we get all these slasher um, um, from different eras, and it's like it's got the super. So it's like imagine a slasher movie, but with a supernatural um, twist. Hmm. Um, and so, like I said, this one plays takes place in '94, and it's, it's kind of progressive with the main girl being gay, and you got uh, her friends. One of her other friends is gay. Maya Hawk, Ethan Hawk, and Uma Thurman's daughters in it. Um, She's been in the very beginning, and it's got this cool, like, it's got, like, the greatest, like, 90s soundtrack. I mean, it's just, like, on shuffle. Like, every five seconds, they're playing a new 90s track. There's a scene where she's walking down the hallway in the school, and they play Portis Head Sour Times, and I was like, you got me. All right, right there. <laughs> Stop right there. You got me. It's awesome. It's right there. Um, yeah, very cool. Uh, very cool, because, you know, every movie's always taking place in the 80s, 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 right? Let's, let's, let's bring us some 90s, man. Let's bring us some 90s fashion, bring 90s music. Let's do it. So it was kind of mm-hmm. interesting to see. Um, yeah, the, the kids are great. Um, uh, Benjamin Flores Jr. I, I've seen this kid a lot. He uh, he's always on Nickelodeon shows, and um, 
Um, so kids all used to watch Nickelodeon. The Haunted Hathaways, he was on there. I believe he's on Game Shakers. Yeah, he, his name was Triple G, and then <laughs> his dad was uh, Kel from uh, Keenan and Kel. Um, uh, he was a rapper, and uh, that was his kid. And they used to make apps for games. Um, that was their that was the TV show, Nickelodeon. So he, I was seeing him. So I, I, I so when he came on, oh dude, very beginning, Tony, you'll love it. He's got this big sheet over his head. He's on the computer. He's on AOL on chat. He's on chat, <laughs> yes. dude. He's chatting up with this girl, and she's like this queen, and she and she's like she's talking to him in like um the way they would talk back in the day, you know. She's like, what what does thou being and shit like that, you know. And he's, and he's chatting it up, and, and, and his sister comes in and she, and she takes the sheet away. He's, what are you doing? You know how expensive this is. And he's like, oh, that's right. It was on yeah. dial on phone. So if you were on it a long time, that that show would add up, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, so he said, you know, ch- yeah, chatting it up, and and uh, um, you know, he's like the smart one. You know, he's he's got the notes and and psychic like kids trying to figure it out. So it's got this cool like Stranger Things feel. You know, it's got this, it's, it's got the goosebumps feel, but with a with a with a harder edge because it's rated R. I said the soundtrack's cool. The kids are great in it. Murders are awesome. And it's just a fun time, man. So if you you know want to see something new, like I said, it's it's just, it's cool. I've never seen that. It's with a trilogy event where there's like three parts yeah. in it. So, yeah. um, and every and like I said, July second was the one Friday. This Friday is another one, and the next one. So I don't know. It's cool. They all tie in together. It's just a cool event. Something you know, Netflix is doing different, and um, I had a good time with it. It was fun. So, um, I'm definitely buying Dollar, and I'm looking um forward to the other two. Buy that for a dollar. For a shortage of new material. Oh yeah, yeah. Directed by Lee Janiak. Lee Yeah, dude. She's she was born in 1980. She's young. 40. Yeah, she directed Honeymoon. All right, cool. All right, so I think that's is that it? Were we that's we it. all cut up? Yeah, I think that's it. Tony, you're not nothing. No time. Got nothing. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's move on to the homework then. Which one? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? We know that this is your homework. We know that this is your homework. Man, we only have an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, it looks like if if we expect it, um, we can, you know, break... Yeah, yeah. Tony, you chose this. I did. I did. That's right. Netflix movie. Uh, just for Donaldo. Um, in the near future, <laughs> a drone pilot sent into a war zone finds himself paired with a top secret android officer on a mission to stop a nuclear attack. Anthony Mackie as Leo. And a bunch of people I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the, the Eckhart character, I do recognize the Michael Kelly, like he, he looks familiar, I guess. Uh, but yeah, mostly this is just a Anthony Mackie, uh, trying to get him to, to lead another movie. Um, maybe you know, like a Netflix contract or something, huh? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Which uh, is funny because he's, he's, he's kind of, his claim to fame has been the, Marvel stuff Marvel. the last 10 years and that's all Disney so he's like double dipping so let me ask you guys his decision the dude um, what's his name as Harp where Harp, were you guys right. at in the very beginning because he's got a long redemption story to get through right off the bat he's pissing me off like what are you doing where do you guys come off you mean the drone pilot? Yeah. Right. So right at the beginning, that he's yeah. he's he's you know the movie sets him up. He's a drone pilot. 
uh, and there's a active active battle going on, and he's like, "Hey, you you guys, uh, he's right." There's like two guys that are hurt, and they've got 38 guys behind them, and they need to get the two guys out. And then a big tank comes along, and he's like, "Dude, I need to, I need to shoot that tank." And your two guys are gonna die, but I, you know, I could save the thirty-eight. And they're like, "No, no, no don't shoot, don't shoot." So yeah. that decision. Adam's like, "Dude, I'll call, give me some time. I'll do it." And my man's got an itchy trigger finger. He's already flipping the little, the little switch on the on the joystick thing. You know, he's his his thumbs hovering over the button. I'm like, "Yo, man, calm the fuck down. What are you doing?" Yeah. He was pissing me off in the beginning. I was like, "Yo, you need to calm this motherfucker down." They're even telling him the direct orders to not do it, and he's still like, has got his hand over. In the, I'm like. What? I was, I was, Not, getting, I was getting mad, dude. Dang, no, I was on his side. Yeah. Oh, you were? Yep. Oh, see, that's why. That's why I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear everyone's take. I wanted to see where they're at. Where are you at, Harley? Like, if I'm empathetic to his character, yeah. Like, are you on his side, or were you on the guy like, waiting to see like what the captain would do? Like, like I get his point when he's trying to save 38, but then you know these two guys are like 19 year old, 20 year old kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't. It didn't. It didn't have a feeling one way or the other. I was indifferent. Man, honey's more cold than those fucking robots that were in the movie. No, you had no. So you did. You you neither agree nor disagree with his actions. Right. Which is the set off of the movie. I can't believe. Well, how how do you how do you neither agree or disagree? Hey, I I know you're MCP, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I know, I Tony. I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about here? I could, under, I, I could understand you saying you don't care, but what if you were in that situation? Would you kill oh. two to save thirty eight? That's all uh, we're asking. Right? Are you Team Fonzo or Team MCP? If I was a drone pilot and I was and I was used to killing people remotely, then yes, I would kill two to save thirty eight. Right? Because there's two. There's two oh, situations. Right? There's the situation of. Uh, that tank is going to destroy all 40 of them, right? He's going to kill them. That's, that's a fact. Correct. So do you kill two to save the other 38 or not kill the two and let all 40 die? Right. Right. That's one situation. The other situation. Well, that's the, that's it, the movie trying to paint to make it. Well, look, right. No, but, but fun. there's the other situation that the, the tank the, the is not, does not have a weapon that can destroy all 40. That was the situation. If the tank has the weapon that can kill all 40 of their troops at the same time, then his decision saved people. If the tank does not have a weapon that can destroy all 40 at the same time, then his decision killed two people and did not save 38 because they wouldn't have died. Because he kept moving prematurely. He's trying to jump the gun. It's not about jumping the gun. It's about... Right. The jumping the gun is they don't know if the weapon is... If that tank carries that weapon. Right, but there's nothing that shows that it's you know doing, and he's just ready to shoot it down already. He's like, "Whoa, dude!" Oh, because engage. right, right, can't but, engage though. No, and I see what you're saying. Like, oh, he, he, you're, you're under the the. It's like you're painting the picture of that he has an itchy trigger finger. There could be a picture that he just recognizes the pattern. This pattern of this tank has this weapon. Yeah. See, but so, I don't know so he, so he has to have. Wasn't an... that the scene? Wasn't that the scene where he could see like the barrel sticking out? Right. Of the... Exactly. Well, that's yeah. after the fact. Then we see it. No, you uh, could kind of see it a little bit in the moment, but you can't really tell. Like we don't know what we're well, looking movie, at, that kind of thing. The movie implies that he sees something different than everybody yes, else. Yes, the movie implies that. That's sure. why he makes the decision. And so what it does is it just sets you up for he's right. 
And right. so that's where the empathy is supposed to be. You're well, supposed to be the, rooting for him now because he was, quote, right. He And, and according no, to the movie. He's got a long way to go before we felt that way. Right. The movie reveals that he was right 40 minutes into it. But, I mean, that's part right. of the movie. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> you know? alert. Read here. Yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe for you, Fonzo, the movie may hit you differently because you weren't in his corner from the beginning. Whereas for me, I agree. Long way to go, buddy. Right, right. Whereas for me, I agreed with them. I was like, yeah, like no, that they, you did the right action, but nobody's agreeing with you because they are all emotional. You're the, you know, you you took emotion out of it. You see that scene where they jump them in the beginning, you know? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Nineteenth, when you know you feel from it's like, you know, and I and they and they get it too though, man. I mean, you know, like thirty those two, but like the captain seeing those kids, he's training them. You know what I mean? But that's part of what the movie's trying to show. Uh, Like. You know, humans have emotion. A, uh, androids don't. Yeah. Right. Like, that one a, damn android had a trig- early trigger figure. Motherfucker set off his early. Th- that's another thing is that they painted the <laughs> androids as having a, a, itchy trigger fingers too. Oh, that was funny. There's all kinds of like little social commentaries in this movie. Sure. And, and they hint at them here and there. You know, the drone. They do the pan off where they show that, you know, he's not the one and only. There's a whole fucking field full of these shipping containers with these drone pilots in them, right? I mean, we're just yep. killing. So there's that reference. We've, you know, we've been, this is the old the old uh, military industrial complex. Sure. You know, problem. Sure. Uh, we've seen that done before. Um, it's, you know, there's no plot to it. It's just a reference of that. Um you know, we've seen the we've we've seen sort of the genre done before with the robots. Uh, I thought the special effects of the robots was actually really good. It it reminded me of District Nine and Chappie. Yeah, how yeah. they Which did is a funny. really they, good they, job with yeah. with having pure CG characters uh, appear really lifelike and even his just skin, lifelike when enough. Show... Yeah. Even the re- the reveals Anthony Mackie's like you know, his skin or body or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those right. are cool. What's so funny though? They can never, they, but they can do all that cool effects, but they can't nail explosion and smoke. Looks so fucking phony. I never understand that. Yeah, everything else looks cool, the... and then when the explosions happen, like smoke, I'm like, why does that smoke look so phony? But you get this robot looks so real. I don't get well, it. Well, because because when it's <laughs> when it's practical effects smoke, it's difficult for it to look, you know, like. The kind of smoke from a tank explosion or something like that. And then when it's digital, smoke is smoke, fire, water. These are those things that are really difficult to pull off CG. Right, right. Some, some, yeah, no, you're right. Don't give me that Right, right. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we're talking about a Netflix original movie. You, know, oh, you said how good those robots look, though. Come on, I know man. that was the thing. Is that <laughs> that one and only special effect? They they did really well, and I really enjoyed that part of the film. Um, there's not a whole lot to like after that. Oh boy, here we go. I mean, some of the some of the fight choreography is is fine to watch. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I rewound a couple a couple little scenes. So there's just so much missing to the story. Um, motives are all a mess. Like it, it seemed like they just they didn't have enough. I don't know art writers fleshing out the the story it you know that that the plot twist you know at the beginning of third act i was like i didn't give a fuck by then uh 
And I really focused. I watched it sober, non-programming. Yeah, picked like, out pretty early on, so it's kind of I hard. Ch- it, it never well, got no, you back. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't check out early on. Um, I didn't. I, I didn't put myself in his position at the very beginning of the movie. Um, once we're introduced to Anthony Mackie's character, and he, he explains what the role, what the plot is. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give you a shot, you know. And then it just kind of was like exposition, mediocre action scene. Exposition, mediocre. And it was just kind of rinse and repeat. And after they did that like two or three times. And then, of course, it has the obligatory like the weird Netflix rated R, even though it should have been like if this was a if this was going to be released in theaters, they would have made a PG-13, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just to try to appeal to a general audience. Um and it would have been just fine as PG-13, you know. Uh, but they almost, like, forced the issue by sprinkling a little more blood. And, you know, he he was um, – Mackie was, like, channeling Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm like, no, oh, this feels forced. <laughs> like, you've given the, the this particular character a bad black stereotype uh, dialogue. Like, I don't know. Like – doesn't seem fitting um so i struggled i struggled with with the movie um uh there's i mean they, they kind I, of addressed would, it in the movie right harp says like oh my like why you curse so much he's like well it's i i, I reflect what comes at me or something like that right. right yeah he's got this and that was a cool little like okay there seems to be some writing behind the scenes um uh, I, I don't know that that he's a great leading man, and I don't know that the kid, uh, Dam- Damson, Damson, what the fuck you pronounce Samson, Damson, Damson, Samson, gold jacket, green jacket. Uh, I, I don't think there was any real standout performances. Uh, M- Michael Kelly, he's a, a he's an OG actor. actor. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of recognize him, and his role was, you know more or less just you know passable um so yeah i i struggled for sure there were some things i liked about it but there was more that i didn't right and it was just boring for the most hmm. part all right well, i was entertained i mean i wasn't too bored so it passed the time just fine for me so makes I'm on vacation. I don't know nothing bother me right now, so I don't know. I was on vacation too but i was afraid my house was down, <laughs> oh, so. yeah, that's true. i was a little stressed out <laughs> Tony? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to... I, I think I, 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 I coasted through it. I like the AI. I like the I liked the, how they handled it. I like... Um, the, the plot was a little weak. The twist, the double twist, the triple, triple, you know, Lundy that they did, triple whatever the nipple. fuck. Um, I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, fine. Um, like You could kind of feel something was going to happen. Um, like, all right, you know, something else is going on here. Uh, it, it was it was kind of a weak plot that they kind of like you said they just uh, expositioned over over it like they didn't really um, show you the plot they kind of like okay here's five minutes of dialogue of you know just monologue just explaining the entire plot of right. where we're at all right now let's go and it's like it, it changed from the you know the the, the intro of the movie into just get out into the beyond the wire 
right? Like, you know, here, here's why we're going beyond the wire. Um, and, and there you are. That's it. Uh, so the, that it was, they probably could have done a better job of that. Um, but was it really necessary? Like, what were they trying to do? It felt like they were trying to give Anthony Mackie a vehicle, like you said, for him to be a leading man. And he didn't, it didn't feel like he did. Um, but was, was I entertained in the process? Yeah. Enough for a dollar. I mean, yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. I will, uh, I'm going to give it a high waste of time. That would be a waste of time. This motherfucker said a high waste of time. It's almost a dollar, but it's there is about 20 minutes of entertaining to watch some of the action sequences I would watch for 20 minutes and be perfectly except fine with that. Not for an hour and 53 minutes or hour long it was. Just give me like a really long trailer and I'd be happy. Hour and 54 minutes. Too long. Alright, well, I give it a dollar, I said. I'd buy that for a dollar! Now let's see how the f- players did! Yeah. This is Savage Scott and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. Donaldo. This is Nalo. And Evan from Escondido. My name is Evan. And you, if you leave a message with your picks at 442-444-0742. Good luck, everyone. All right, where are they at? Yeah, where are they at? Why? Oh, sorry. I know I'm only spacing out on that one. Uh, Evan still strong lead with 26 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Angie right on the tail with 21. Mm. Reed relatively strong third place with 18. Art with 16. D with 13. Um, we're probably going to start seeing some gambling mm-hmm. pretty soon here. Um don't know if these guys are going to be confident to gamble on this week, but yeah, there you go. But everyone has the points for it. They can start gambling. Yeah. Yep. All, right. All right. Let's see. Happy 4th of July there, bad boys and homeboy Art calling in with this week's assignments. Uh, hopefully you guys are celebrating a happy, safe, insane, and mostly insane 4th of July. I'm not sure if you guys are recording tonight or blowing up shit. Hopefully everyone has their fingers still attached <laughs> to their bodies when they fucking record this show. Uh, I want to, and I'm, I haven't got any news on fucking Harley's water heater, dude. He installed the water here and then all of a sudden his fucking house catches on fire. And then fucking Chris literally clock, cock, uh, cock blocks him as broke man, uh, broke back mountain getaway. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Maybe next time. Okay, <laughs> day, next time. But anyways, we're talking about this week's homework, which was outside the wire. Fucking, I, I don't know if Anthony Mackie signed like a lifetime exclusive with a fucking Netflix. This is on every <laughs> fucking Netflix movie show or whatever. But uh, I think Tony picked this. Uh, course is about fucking robots and shit like that. So yeah. That's all up his alley. You know, he, robots got to stick together. So I'm going to say he gave this a dollar for the concept. 
I'm gonna say my man Fonzo gave it for dollar for concept. I'm gonna say Harley didn't like oh. it. In the, I, from what I read, it sounds like it wasn't that good. So I'm gonna say he. Ah, I'm gonna say this is a low a, do, a low dollar for Harley. Oh. So I'm gonna say that's oh, a straight. Oh, he had it. Oh, he had it. On nope, no ah, He needed it too. He, he needed those points. I know. I thought he had it. That would have. That would have put him. Your boy Harley yeah, fucked you, Hart. Just letting you know. Ah, oh, wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. Okay, maybe it was me. Mm-hmm. Right. Next. Hey, bad boys. Happy Independence Day. Read here. Oh, I was going to say, who is that? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Almost Holly, I, I hope know. your house is uncharred by flames. Um, hope everybody stays safe on their fireworks endeavors, or, as the case may be, Fonzo's uh, water fight, which, who knows, maybe instead of, (laughs) instead of using fireworks for Independence Day, Fonzo's idea grows and the world has a giant water fight on July. Absolutely. Yes. I'm all for that, Reed. Be fun. Anyway, absolutely. Um, outside the wire, uh, I don't know anything about this film, but I did just watch the trailer, and I, I'd be. Interested, I mean, I'm actually interested in watching the film after watching the trailer, and I'd be interested to get from you guys whether you think that this is uh, Training Day set in the future. Oh, uh, I'd point. be interested to hear because that's the impression no, that I got. Not. Uh, <laughs> as, as Denzel would say, my man. My nigga. <laughs> it is not training day. Um, from the trailer. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Anthony's no Denzel, I'm sorry. But from the trailer, just from the trailer right. alone, sure. does it make it seem like it's a training yes, day? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But this one's a straight day. Um,. It, it actually looks like a, a bit of fun until it's not. Um, but yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right. Day in a holiday. <laughs> um, and how. Yeah. All right. Stop right there. Two points. Harley just screwing over everyone, isn't he? I know. Y'all think I was going to give this shit a dollar. Oh. But they knew you, Harley. Alright, next. What's going on, bad voice? Uh, forgive me, I'm a little congested right now. Okay, I wonder if sir. that can count as an accent, but whatever. Um, hope you, hope you all had a fun and safe 4th of July. Um, yeah. So here we go, uh, outside the wire. I looked at the trailer and I'm glad Anthony Mackey is getting more leading roles instead of supporting roles, but I have to say that this really looks like a waste of time, but I'm gonna also say that all three of you guys are gonna give it a waste of time. Oh, uh, how? What the hell? What wow. The hell? What the fuck? Say it, Harley. What the fuck? That's <laughs> <laughs> an easy entertainment. Okay, I don't think D likes anything on Netflix. 
I, that's what I'm guessing. Uh, he does seem to have a, like a stereotype. Yeah. A stereotype? Yeah, the Netflix, all Netflix movie. He always talks down about Netflix movie. You can call oh. stereotype. You can? So, yeah. It's stereotype applying to... Oh, what? Explain Netflix? Him, Tony. Explain or him. all Guatemalans hate Netflix? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't think I think he's I don't I don't think he knows what stereotype means. No, I understand what a stereotype means. Obviously, we usually reference it for racial discrimination, right? Um, but yes, what we mostly do, all the time. A stereotype is something that we just automatically associate with this. So kind of thing. The stereotype, the stereotype that all fans are loud and obnoxious. The stereotype that. Uh, Houses in Orange County are big. Uh, the stereotype that BMW Asians are bad drivers. Well, that's a racist stereotype. Wow. Um, uh, BMW owners are assholes. This is a stereotype. It's not based on a race, right? It's based on a socioeconomic thing. I don't. I think stereotype could be an organization. If there's a stereotype that Amazon treats its employees like shit, uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm way off here. That's the second time I've heard that. Spoiler to my weekend, but the kids were swimming in the pool and they and there was an Amazon truck that drove by and they're like slave labor. <laughs> These like eleven year old kids saying this. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's wrong with Amazon? Uh, but anyways, okay, so I'm not wrong. Uh, stereotype: a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. So it doesn't have to be right, a but person. it needs to be. It needs to be widely held. Like, what's the difference between a stereotype and an opinion? Yeah. So, so by his it's, theory, it's all Watermelons hate Netflix. No, but I, I think there's a, a stereotype that Netflix movies are. Is there of an actual quality. stereotype? Is that a thing that's uh, that's widely held? I thought it was just D hated Netflix. <laughs> that his personal opinion. I guess that's why yeah. that's why I'm questioning it because I've never I'm, yeah. I've never heard of that stereotype of. of people thinking that Netflix movies just suck in general. Why do so many of Netflix original movies and shows suck? <laughs> because it's a stereotype that people don't like him. <laughs> Can't say that for sure, but I agree with you. I formulate an idea why it's sucking at such extremes. So all watermelons hate Netflix. Got it. Right. Moving on. Why Moving on. does Netflix that an hour. Let's suck go. ass now? Okay, let's go. Next. Next caller, please. Yeah, there you go. Alright. We're on four. Let's see, outside the wire, I think this one's uh, going to be a certified slater. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think Tony's giving this one on the low end. Hey, that boy's right. Wow. I think my Quick. man Evan is... I'm, I'm going to need you to I think my man Evan is hanging out with Harvey. Quick and County, sweet you know and certified slater? He just said a... I think Certified. my man Evan's been hanging out with Harley in Wee County. For <laughs> wow. I think Evan's just, uh, he's full on stereotype against these type of. Outside the wire, I think this one's, uh, going to be a certified slater. Um, but I think Tony's giving this one on the low end. Hey. I think you're giving it a low slater, Dude, Tony. No, uh, I'm giving up. it, I'm giving it to it on the low end. I'd bet money that he fucked up and meant to say D, but he's so focused on the accent, he said Slater. 
No. His tone is come on, this is a certified come on, D. Man, that's Tony's going to give it a low, <laughs> low dollar. Art's about, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, Art's about to kill everyone in the train right now, but turning that shit over and flipping it <laughs> no, over no, right no. now. I'm not suggesting me? that I change his points. I'm going to give his face value. He doesn't double down. Just because he's white, Harley? You're, you're fucking no, you're racist. No, because really I'm not going to give him points. I'm only going to give him Stop being a stereotype, yes. Harley. Because he's white, you're giving him. <laughs> Uh, no, the stereotype he, would be he because he's white. No, he's not. You know, he he does not two chan. He's single. Cha- he's monotype. Like, no, Tony. Speaking of stereotype, what kind of stereotype do you have in your car? What kind of you <laughs> <laughs> I got a bong kick myself. Remember those? Oh, blom cap, blom cap, yeah, type. Blom. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Mine comes out. I can pull it out. It's cassette player. It's badass. There you go. Right. I remember when that was a fucking thing. Yeah. Before detachable faces, yep. it yeah, was you just pull the slide thing, out. thing out. You pulled the whole goddamn yeah. thing. Take the whole and thing then you buy you. a case logic yeah. like a purse. And <laughs> <laughs> nobody see my stereo. Ain't nobody see my stereo. When, when I was a kid, my dad's girlfriend had one of those in a Honda Civic hatchback. And she would fucking pull it out and when we go to the movies or something. Yeah, you're like, holy crap. Speaking of Civic Hatchback, my man, Denaldo got one for his birthday. Oh, that's right. I saw yeah. that. So you gave him his point? You, what points did you give him? I just gave him one. Just one? Yeah, I'm not going to give him points for... He's going to certify Slater, though. He got, them all, he got it all wrong. Oh, you get the accent point. No, but he, okay. he didn't double down. But he got the accent right. Yeah, he gets the accent. That's right. Shivered me timbers. All right, moving on. All right, here we go. Hello, hello, hello. I am calling in the homework. I'm not sure if you guys are recording tonight or which is Tuesday or what's or going on. I'm not understanding Fonz's text messages, so I'm just going to call anyway so that I don't forget. So for uh, the homework, Outside the Wire, <laughs> I want to say Fonz is going to give it a waste of time and CP is going to give it a dollar. And Harley's going to give it a low dollar. Mm. Mm. So just real quick, uh, Angie, I think um, calling from the roof of your house it seems to be working. Yeah. Finally leaving you no alone. Interruptions. So, so continue doing that. Seems like it's working for you. But you oh. got it all backwards. <laughs> you don't fuck that, you got, that, right? You gave my waste of time to Fonzo. Uh, my low dollar to Tony, like you, you got literally, you, you got the right ratings. You just got the wrong order. <laughs> she got the wrong she stereotype is what she got. Point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She too only gets a dollar. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Denal's car doesn't have a CD player in it. It's all freaking. All fancy. Bluetooth. Yeah. Crazy, right? They don't even give you the option. I we don't have a CD player in the truck or the RV. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't I thought you'd pull one in. It's all Bluetooth. Your, car, your new car, Harley, or Tony doesn't have it? What's that? Your new car doesn't have one either? CD player? Hell no. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, Android Auto, so you just connect your phone and it yeah. just Damn. you can you can play it directly from your phone. Gotcha. Oh, right. and then that everybody? Uh, my uh, yes, the head it. unit yeah. in the truck 
and the head unit in the RV, they have their own USB. So I just plug a flash drive into them. Yep. Oh, there you go. What, what, about the, what about the SVT? That's still rocking an Alpine from like yeah, 10 years buddy. ago. Yeah, CD buddy. player. Yes, sir. Yeah, no Bluetooth, no auxiliary like input. Like, like yeah, that. it's OG. I'm still rocking the same Alpine five channel amp that I put in yeah. 15, 16 plus about. years ago. Yeah, that stereo yeah, is not. Probably still fast and furious over there, see? Dude, that's still like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. There you go. All right, so is that everybody? That all the calls? That's it. That's it. Awesome. Everyone, thanks for calling on the first movie there. Getting your points, not getting your points. Was it? Should we do the total afterwards? Yeah, we'll do it after Halloween. Okay, cool. All right, so I chose the extra credit, but it turns out to be homework for y'all. Mm. Yeah. Um, the new movie's coming out, Halloween Kills 2021. So in preparation, you guys ready for that one? Watch Halloween 2018, the sequel now in this timeline of the uh, falling of the, yeah, this, the first one. This, this is interesting because it's, yeah. it's basically null and voids the, All the 16 sequels before it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Lori Strode confronts her longtime foe, Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. So I'm um, pretty sure you guys are pretty familiar with the first one. I mean, Tony Wynn checked out the original in the theater mm-hmm. a couple years back. And I'm not sure how familiar you are with the first one, Harley. That you mean from 1984 or whatever? 78, yeah. Yeah, 78. Yeah, we watched it on the podcast not long ago. Okay. So, yeah. So here's the second one. And uh, directed by David Gordon Green and written by Danny McBride, who are mostly known I for I saw comedy. that. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Come on, say it right, Harley. What the fuck? There you go. So, yeah, so that's what, um, that was the interesting take. And that's why all horror fans were like, say it again, Harley? What the fuck? When they read the news that these guys were going <laughs> to work on it. So, right. that one sounds like it would get Harley to say it. It cracks me up. Um, so, yeah, so uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what I'm thinking of the movie and my pick. So, let's hear it from you guys. What did you guys think? We'll let Tony go first. Um, yeah, let me go first. Because <laughs> that's always, that's, that always comes out well. Um, uh, yeah, so. I was, I was into you like. You know the, the, that we're expecting you to speak when the nights we record, right, Tony? Like. You, I, I imagine that you guys would learn at one point that it's not worth it. <laughs> It's not worth waiting for me to speak. Um, so you want to go last every time? Is that what you're saying? Uh, or, you know, I'll wait for the hour and then it'll cut out. <laughs> oh, there you go. He's <laughs> like, I'm about to speak now and click goodbye. And okay, click. guys. Sorry, meet's over. And sorry. Um, can't let this, the callers, come on. You can't let the BBC fam down, Tony. Your vote counts. Every vote counts. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just give my vote. Um, I was not expecting to to enjoy the movie because um, it's it's a it's a horror movie, right? Um, you don't say, right? Uh, but the, like the 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 start of it, how he's uh, he's in um, an institution and blah blah blah. And there's a doctor and the podcasters are trying to like you know build a story around it and the, uh, the, the, the intrigue podcasters. about him. 
And I was like, that okay, that's kind of cool. Um, and and then and then and then somewhere along the line, the 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 bus crashes. Like, I didn't rewind. I did. Did I miss? Like, I, like why the bus? Why the no, bus crash? They did that several times. They the they skipped a lot of action off screen. Uh, some of the kills were done off screen. We've seen that done. Yeah, before. some of the some of yeah, the kills off screen were kind of cool because all you hear is the sound and you're like, ooh, right. ooh, oh, okay. And then you're like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah, that's kind of what I imagined. Okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so there was some cool, some 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 cool stuff like that in terms of you know horror movie stuff um, that just that, that makes you cringe or makes you you know makes you feel feel the horror. Which is what 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 it it ended up doing. Like there were definitely some scenes where I'm just like, God damn, you know. Um, some of the kill shots uh, were you know in your face and made me cringe. Uh, yeah, the peculiar uh, specific sh- one single shot, like a uh, handy cam, like handy cam, the steady cam shot into the house. Is that what you're referring to, Tony? Um. Steady cam into the house. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. in Halloween night when he's walking around the streets. I think he's talking streets. about some of the kills. I was trying. I was trying to pinpoint one of them with the woman in the in the house when he breaks in. In the house, right? The in the in the. Well, the one that I'm thinking of is the 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 camera was still out like outside looking in, and you can see him come in behind her as she goes to close the blinds. Yes, that one. Yeah, and then the knife just so comes straight straight through. Oh it's like full. But not only that, before that, he slammed her face down. And slams her face down first. She wouldn't scream. And uh-huh. then does that. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. What's even cool before that, too, he's like, he, he like leans into the uh, window and you see his reflection. Yes. And it's just floating there, there like, and, yeah. like a little ghost. Yeah. Yeah. And a little yeah, quick cool homage, shots. And, uh, um, how he got the knife, too, and the homage to that is an homage to part two with the knife. Um, the, the wife's making a, like, like ham sandwich. Um, for her husband in part two, uh, so it's, it's kind of a little callback to that. Where okay. if you look, there's a big ass ham <laughs> on the cooking tray, on the cutting tray, yeah, yeah, table, yeah. and he picks up the knife. Yeah, it's a little more. The second one on that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like the I I thought the podcasters were gonna like were gonna be part of the movie for the most part. Nope, they're expendable. <laughs> they, yep. Yeah, <laughs> I was they, like, oh shit, they write a bunch of characters off right away, right away, yeah. right. And I was like, oh. when he drops the teeth onto the bathroom stall, and she's like running away, like scared, like dude, that I I was like genuinely scared for. Her. I mean, I had seen this already so many times, uh-huh. but I was genuinely scared for because like there's nowhere to go. You, yeah. dude, that one scene. I had forgotten where she's just sitting in the toilet. You see him lean over and he's, uh, you see his one eye looking. Yep. That's fucking terrifying, dude. Uh-huh. Dude, th- this is the way they did that where it's like, you, you know, you don't see his, and then he's just like completely quiet. The guy finally comes in and he's fighting him. She's trying to run away. She can't go anywhere, you know? And he, all you hear is like his face being slammed against the goddamn wall and the uh-huh. stalls. And she's just trying to escape or things. She's got that metal crowbar, but she can't go and do anything. And she gets taken out and you're just like, well, and then f- the follow up to that. Is what we've been wanting to see in slow mo when he opens up the, the trunk and gets the, puts the mask on. Oh, it's so fucking cool in slow mo. It's so cool. <laughs> you hear the theme in slow mo. It's fucking cool. Well, and I remember my my thoughts in that scene are like like the, and and throughout the movie like the, the 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 idea the psychology behind him like what the fuck is keeping him alive? It's kind of uh, you You're know like the doctor's Artane. He's uh, infatuated with him. Right, right, and it's like, well, like, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of supernatural, you know. It's not, worked. you know, it's got that supernatural side of it, 
um, where it's like he doesn't fucking die. Um, you know, what's what's giving him the power? Is it the mask? You know, and that that's that's you know that those are the kind yeah, of interesting that, you say that because in part two, in the trailer for the second one they 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 uh, they mentioned stuff like that, right? Um, and it's like oh he he thinks it's just it's just them have a thing for each other like she's trying to kill him and he's trying to hunt her down or something and i'm like yeah okay and then and then he got it's like for having a dumb idea he got <laughs> he got killed it's like okay cool um <laughs> uh yeah th- th- i think i appreciated that the movie threw out some other you know like theories out there um because it i guess it let my mind go to the the theories throughout the movie instead of just like being taken out of the movie which happens a lot in horror. I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm done thinking about let's see, watching the horror or the gore on the screen. Um, and this one, like, it let it let me, you know, wander within the context of the movie. So I appreciated that. It, it was and, and and some of the some of the shots were just really well done. Some of the kill shots were just damn. Mm-hmm. Um, that poor that, that poor boy, the 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 kid. Who <laughs> was in love with the girl? Yo, MVP, dude. That kid was amazing. Julian, yeah. Oh, oh the black kid, dude. He's got some of the best lines in the whole freaking movie, dude. He cracks me every time. He's like, you know, you used to be cool, man, but now I don't know, man. You don't want to talk to me anymore. I'm over here clipping my nasty ass toenails. <laughs> but the best is like when he comes running downstairs. He talks about the boogeyman. And she's like, there's no boogeyman. Well, let me go up there. And she's like, no, save Dave. Set Dave up there. I <laughs> genius dude like you never hear someone say that man when he said that it was hilarious that was so well done i love that kid and he's like oh i ain't going up there my man takes off too he's done he's gone (laughs) yeah (laughs) love that yeah that was good stuff oh yeah yeah oh when when uh when he walked by the crib with the crying baby okay Everyone gasped in the theater when I first saw that. Uh Everyone thought like i I even thought like i'm like he's just gonna pull that blade and just stab it down and walk away yeah, and he did it. You're like, okay, whew. Just that little, just that little moment was full of tension. You're like, damn. Yep. You know, if he was going to do that or not, you know. Yeah, that's that's funny you mentioned that because I remember that while we were watching it right now. I think I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about the scene. Like, does does he do it? I'm like, no, no. no. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Lori does a good job of being like that. You know, PTSD. She's like your Sarah Connor. She's got her fucking house like decked out. She's just like, you know yeah. what? I'm ready for you, motherfucker. Like, I hope you get out. So you're thinking, did she do that to the buzz? Did she want him to get out? You know what I mean? Like, because like, she knew he was coming out. Like, she, she's been ready. She's been training her daughter. Like, even though they think she's crazy, her granddaughter, she's trying to help out. And um, and, and uh, you got that whole storyline with them. And because you, you think it, like it's got to end with Michael and Lori together. They have to, right? They got to. They got to right. some point. I love the fact that uh, John Carpenter came back to work on the music with his two kids. That, 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 that's awesome. It's mm. cool. You get the cool rendition of the theme, and especially Lori's theme when the when you get the girl come back with uh, what's his face? Um, Oscar's all drunk at the dude's backyard, and that scene kick that song kicks in. Oh, it's so badass! I love um, I love that Nick Castle came back for a little part. Um, who was the original Michael Myers? He did a couple of scenes. I think one in the window. Um, oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I think the kids are well written too. You know, like the, um, um, like in the in the in, in the party scene, and just like um. When they're hanging out, uh, like, oh, I heard like that was his brother. They totally poke fun of uh, part two as well when they say that, like, oh, I thought it was his brother. Like, you know, that's that was a big thing in part two that they were siblings when they're not. Uh, they kind of just defaulted that too. And I don't know if you noticed that the uh, little uh, Easter egg in part three, season of the witch, with the three trick or treaters, one scoring the pumpkin mask, the witch mask, and the skeleton mask from the silver shamrock, the toy company. 
I remember part three, but that was a little Easter egg for that one too. So little Easter eggs from all the uh, 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 from the fans, you know, like the people's names and stuff. It's all sprinkled throughout the movie, you know. It's like all these like things. I could imagine that this one would do well with the with fans of the franchise. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised. I mean, there's some that really like and some that you know kind of like don't like some of the decisions. So it's it's very horror fans are very picky, you know. Well, what's interesting is, yeah, I was watching it and I was like, wait a second, this I. I'm confused because I remembered that Rob Zombie brought back the franchise, mm-hmm. and I was like, "But this ain't it." That was like a long time ago. Well, yeah, so, oh, I think '08 was in this one. So this is out. the yeah. So this is the second. That's why I sent you that timeline picture. Remember where it went from? Because Rob Zombie's uh, universe is on its own. That's just Rob Zombie's Halloween and two. That's it. Isn't it a prequel to? No, I mean it's, it's a, no, it's it's well. I mean it starts no. off with uh, Michael being a kid, just like the, like the first one. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. So that's a it's, prequel it's, to it's his redition. No, it's a, no because it, it's and the and 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 the seventy eight one and the first one. It's like that. You see Michael as a young kid. Oh, but that's why I like that scene too with uh with uh with uh Jimmy Lee Curtis when she sees the doctor. She's like, you're the new Loomis. Well, Loomis being um, Donald Pleasant's character, the one that's always after Michael Myers. Because he's he's all he's all you know obsessed with him, and she just looks at him and he's, and he's like, "You're Laurie Strode," you know. He's been following Michael and you know her story forever, but when she sees him, he's like, "You're the new Loomis," you know. I love that. I think that's a cool line. Um, uh, yeah. I um, another another thing too. When she falls off the ledge, he he falls off the ledge in the first one, and then and then he he's gone, and then she's gone. I remember the uh, that oh, that's the right. Yep. Remember that? Yep. yep. You, that's like the end of the first one. Yeah. So it's kind of a little homage to that too when she falls. Um, yeah. Oh, same thing in the classroom when she's looking out the window. In the first one, Laurie Strode's looking out the window and she sees Michael outside. But in this one, it's Allison looking outside and it's Jamie Lee Curtis outside. I remember people getting a laugh out of that too. <laughs> so it's almost like in reverse where she's like the one, you know what I mean? Outside. And then James U. Cordy, the guy that played the new Michael Myers, what did you guys think of him? I mean, he was ferocious, right? I mean, he was fucking menacing, right? Just like this his yeah, portrayal of it. The, yeah. the, the, it's just a physical presence. There's no mm-hmm. acting. So there's no yeah. dialogue or anything like yeah. that. So he just has to be brooding. And mm-hmm. I think that has more to do with the cinematographer than, than the actor. But that's just my my thought. Right. Which I thought it was outstanding. I mean, it had all the, like you said, the sort of... Um, it had all the stress of, of what a good Halloween... You know, there's... The, the, they got to set this one apart from Nightmare on Elm Street and and um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, right? And I I think Fonza, you have more obvious insight into this than than either one of us. But I feel like um, after the first or maybe the second one, the Halloween franchise started to get a little campy, or a little B. But the origins of it were were supposed to be anxiety written, riddled, stressful, like suspense horror. They weren't slasher films until maybe later on. Um, am I way off? No, no. In part two, they he he kills a lot more. He's more vicious, and this one he's like stalking more more of them, right? Right. Well, he does kill him, and he, he he does kill him, and you know it's it's effective. But yeah, he's more like a stalking presence. He's not just like. Um, he's killing a bunch of people, you know, like right away and in, in, in cool ways. I mean, we, which he does, but there's something about him where you just hear him breathing or you see the perspective through his eyes, like through the mask or, 
Um, and the score is huge on it too, man. Carpenter score in the first, I mean, it's just, just adds all these elements to it. Cause I remember when he, I remember reading the interview where he screened it, the movie, about the music and they're like, I don't get it. it doesn't too seem too scary. They have the music and they're like, oh shit. Okay. This is fucking scary, which is uh, music. A score can have, I mean, obviously I think in the modern day, uh, Christopher Nolan's probably done it better than anybody. Um, but yeah, score can be a character. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, it's cool because, like I said, Jamie Lee came back for the role, you know, for the movie, and then it takes place in fall, which is cool. It takes place in Halloween, you know, so you can walk around with the mask. I love Will Patton showing up. I love the tie-in that he was like there. He was one of the first responders in the in the in the first one. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's just it's just really well done, and you know, follow up. And another little tidbit Easter egg: the cops are talking about the food and stuff. <laughs> the one blonde cop, um, he's actually oh, the special right. effects guy, Chris Nelson. The one that made his lunch that what a five year old would make lunch if they could. Right, <laughs> was right. brownies. Man, I wanted both right. their lunch. I wanted that that peanut butter bomb me, a peanut butter yes, jelly bomb me. I'm like, Dude, what? Can you bring that over? <laughs> I know when he's describing it. This is sounds so good. I know. I love that. I love that. It's just a random scene in the movie, and that's like I think that's like David Gordon Green, and Danny McBride's like comedy sense, having that scene. You know, good same point. With, same with the kid being wanting to be a dancer. You're like, what the fuck? This is so random. You know, right. but it's almost like to ease the tension. Then when shit comes in, you're like, oh fuck. You know. Um but but yeah, he's the guy that did the effects, and he's the one that made the new mask. And and and, and big thing about uh, Halloween movies is you got to get the mask right. You got to get the mask right, right? Things about people that hate about the five and six. The mask just looks so weird, and especially in six, there's a weird like CG mask. It looks so weird. You're like, what the fuck? Hmm. I'll hardly say it again. I said, hmm. No, the other no. One, WTF. <laughs> what yeah, the just, fuck? Yeah, there's just one scene where you look at you like, oh, that is just terrible. Um, so yeah, so I think people really enjoyed the, the new look of the mask. So that, that was a big plus. And then in fact, the way the, the, the cop died, you know, he's, he's that one. If you look, he's like that jack-o'-lantern with yep. a flashlight under his chin. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's his face. Yeah. He's, he's got that mask in his house. Actually, it's pretty cool looking. I mean, that death was like, holy shit. Um, like you guys are saying, the deaths are brutal. Um, dude, he gets his uh, fingers blown off. Michael, when he's finally, when he's fighting her off at the end, you know, um, they're taking some damage and she's, she's holding her own and, She's just like ready. She's ready for a minute, and it's, it's, well, that was another. Sorry, okay. Go ahead. I was just saying that was another interesting. Um, I feel like the very first one there wasn't the supernatural element, but they kind of like introduced that later on, where he was. I mean, yeah, they never like, they never talked about it. They never talked about it. You know, we always but he's, he's human. He's un. I mean, he's he gets. Well, that's funny I mean, you said it. Was, like I said in the trailer, you mentioned Jamie Lee says something. She says, "With every kill he gets, it's it's like he gets more powers." So they, they right. finally mentioned the thing about supernatural. Because before, I mean, yeah, it's list, like, list off some die. of the ways he's died in in the the sequels. Oh man, in part two, he fucking got uh, blown up in the hospital, set on fire. In the first one, he gets shot, takes him, falls off, but then you see that he comes back. Um, what's the other one? I think in. Uh, Four. I'm trying to think. Four. What happened to him? There's a bunch of hunters came after him. Falls down the river. Is that five? Can't remember. Yeah, but he dies a lot. Yeah, he's fucking. You know. Right. So back. there's there's. I mean, it's not full on like he's a ghost. Like Freddy. Yeah, he was a kid. Yeah, he was a kid. He was in the he was in the um, insane asylum. I mean, he was. You know. It's like he is a person, but yeah, there's always this thing about like, well, how does he keep coming back? It's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's Michael Myers. But I think they, yeah, like I said, in this movie, in the next one, they finally um, mention it. So that would make sense, you know. As long as it's not some bullshit, like it's some crazy voodoo or something weird, you know. Right. Um, yeah. 
So it's kind the of only problem with this one is is they kind of play on the non supernatural element, right? He doesn't. I mean, he does get shot, and like the shoulder, I think, is the one scene. Yeah, but when you're watching, like, do you think he? Honestly, when you were watching it, though, did you think he was actually going to die? Well, I assumed at the end of the movie they were going to somehow get him. Um, okay. What? Yeah. What like, I you think? Did you, did you have any doubt that he would not make it, or he would make it, or he likes it, like, oh, he's going to die from from which scene? At any end? of them, like when he's fighting, like when he's getting when he's getting beat up, like when he's getting shot and everything. Well, throughout the whole movie, do you actually think it was like? I was oh, waiting for his fingers to grow back. <laughs> T one thousand style. Yeah, I'm like, all right, if yeah. he if he comes back to life and shit, he why aren't his fingers growing back? Like, yeah. come on, where's? <laughs> it's it's just, only his tail will grow back. You know, if if it doesn't grow back, then just dismember the fucker. Like, yeah. if he's not, if his finger, like, are there his fingers like crawling, like walking themselves yeah, back to him, they... like follow him around or something, like yeah. just waiting yeah. for a moment to jump back onto his hand? Yeah, not quite the movie. Well, H two, yeah, in H two. Oh, what is it? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Shit. It, it turns out it was another person. Spoiler alert. In the mask, one of the, it was an ambulance. It was a paramedic. It was an actual real Michael oh. Myers. That's kind of how they did it for, to make the next movie. Because they're thinking, okay, this is the final one. We're, we're done. And they're like, like, oh, no, I made so much money. We've got to make another one. I what love when do? they do that. They're like... Yeah. It's like Fast 9. It's all... It's, again, just change the story around, you know? Like oh, it wasn't him. It was uh, it was uh, Michael Myers just, changed like, his clothes with the paramedic guy. You know. No, they do this. With, I think they did it with the Saw movie too. It's like they're going, okay. Oh, this right. is it. This is the last one, and we're gonna literally put it in the sequel title. It's like Bond. He dies, yeah. and then it was so famous that they just right. had to make another one two well, years yeah. later. Well, Friday the Thirteenth. Just... Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. The final chapter. I mean, they kill him, right? Yeah, right. Freddy's five, dead. Hey, check it out. So in part five, he's 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 not in it, and people fucking hate it. It's like, what? Where's Jason? We want Jason. It's like, oh, we killed him off. It's like, you don't kill him off. People love Jason, so they had to bring him back in part six, where it's called Jason yeah. Lives. So yeah, it's uh, people want to see these guys keep going. You know what I mean? So right, this this trilogy, my I mean, Halloween, it's Halloween, Halloween kills, and Halloween ends. So the third one's called Halloween ends. So I'm you know, it's got to go down to the end. I mean, no, I think the only way they they both can't exist, or they're both gonna die. Or something's gonna happen, you know. Right. I think we might see at least in this story because I'm sure they'll make another one after this series is over. You know what I mean? It just makes too much money. In fact, they just sh- today, just today, I got an email from the Shell Factory that they're releasing the, the first five movies in 4K, and the first three have a seven inch vinyl with some music. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here! So Angie, again, when you ask me how many things can you get John Carpenter signed, a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking movie just does not end with the merch, dude. It's unbelievable. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm surprised. I'm surprised you guys enjoyed. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I give it a dollar. I'd buy yeah. that for a dollar. Yeah, I don't know that I enjoyed it. Um, there was definitely some moments of you know stressful um, anxiety. Uh, some of the characters aren't fleshed out a whole lot. Which what the fuck do you expect, dude? It's a Halloween movie, right? It's not what these movies are supposed to be. They're supposed to be this hulking, scary character going around killing people. And it does a really good job at that, right? I mean, considering it's like the 10th sequel and this was a remake of a remake of, of you know, and they've, I, I like, I, I'm actually completely okay with them. Like, let's pretend like episode two through 18 don't exist, right? This is the two, the true sequel and that, 
Jamie Lee Curtis has, you know, been living PTSD land since then. It works. Like, I, I don't have any problems with it. Like, the timing's right, right? She's, like, in her early 60s now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he would also be of age, and he's pretty unstoppable for a dude in his late 50s, early 60s, or even older than that. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, suspension of disbelief. Um, they're constantly teetering on the edge of the supernatural and not. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with, with how it ended. Uh, I like the little trap thing. That's cool. Um, I don't know. I'm curious how they'll play out the sequel to this. What Watch the trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have to check it out now, now that I've seen this one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not its demographic, right? Uh, you know, like Tony, like these aren't my favorite movies. I yeah, like. it's not Tony stereotype either. So Right, funny. right. Um, I've always been a little more affectionate with uh freddie i True. like his his uh style um uh michael myers doesn't have a style as opposed to he's just fucking scary so um but it's an effective movie it's done well uh david gordon green like you said some of the writing um uh, it's all done the performances of a of, uh, you know sort of you know historically sort of like B films where the you know the, you don't go to see Halloween movies for acting, right? Yeah, uh, but the thing with horror movies too, you always have like a strong woman, and she's always been like the original scream queen, and you know she um, right. You know, I thought like they the final girl, little... she's like the final girl, you know. So. Right, yeah, that's a good point. I I thought um, there was a scene, and I was like, dude, what are you trying? To... This ain't fucking Sarah Connor. Like, move the fuck on. Like they were trying to channel the the super strong buff. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I thought it worked. Yeah. Shooting off that gun. I thought it worked. Right, right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, no problem. So, um, yeah, I mean, if 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 I end up watching, I'm like, yeah, that was fine. It, I think it was done well well enough. So it, it definitely gets a doll. I'd buy that for a dollar. Alfonso? Certified D. I'd buy that for a dollar. No Slater after a rewatch? Um, no, it's, I mean, it's close. It, it has potential, but I'm waiting to see the, all of them. I wonder if they're planning on trying to make like a whole trilogy out of this one. They have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I said there's Halloween kills and then Halloween ends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Anthony Michael Hall is in the second one who plays, uh, Tommy Doyle, the kid from the first one. And then uh, the other girl that Jamie Lee was babysitting, she returns um, for the new one, and she doesn't do movies. She does. She's like one of those desperate uh, Orange County, Beverly Hills, fucking housewives chicks. She's one of those chicks. Kyle Richards, yeah, she comes back in a role too, which is kind of cool. So and then and the nurse from the first one. So a lot of cool issue cameos for hardcore fans. And then casual fans again. They, the blood, the body count in this one apparently is like way more than any Halloween movie put together. So that's pretty exciting for horror fans, and especially with the franchise. So I mean, I'm excited for it, and I'm gonna take crew to go see it. So it'll be his first Halloween movie in the theater. So I'm pretty, I was going to take him last year. So take him this year because this is the first franchise we watched together. So that's kind of special. So <laughs> and well, that's kind of cool. The they have the same actors through all three. Um, Kills and yeah, ends. And, and Halloween. Oh, 
Halloween, well, Halloween no, Kills. The, the only one, yeah, Anthony Michael Hall is not the the kid that played um, Tommy Doyle. He was um, he Brian Andrews. He's kind of this aloof. He's kind of this weird guy. He shows up at the 40th anniversary. Um, he wasn't invited. <laughs> I think people have problems with him. Yeah, he's kind of out there. <laughs> so he kind of just showed up, set himself on this random table that somebody had, and he started signing autographs. He wasn't on the list, but he just kind of showed up. So I got his autograph real quick because I was like, well, I don't know if he's going to get kicked out or not, but I better get him right <laughs> now. So he wasn't he wasn't asked to be in it. So I don't know if he just causes problems or what. Uh-huh. Which is kind of a bummer. I know true hardcore fans really want him back, but they uh, – yeah, they gave it to Anthony Michael Hall, which I'm curious because I'd love to see, you know, his portrayal. You know, he's kind of a big name. So, um, yeah, so that's the only one that's not. So, but yeah, they, yeah, bring back, um, Nancy Stevens, the, the nurse from the first one. And she's returning another one. She was in H2O, I believe. So they, they, you know, they like to do that a lot. They, um, I think Janet Lee, actually, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, who was a uh, birthday today as well, she made a cameo in, um, H2O. Which is funny because, like, she was in Psycho, you know, with uh, Hitchcock. And I think Carpenter was a huge fan of Hitchcock, and he wanted his daughter to be in it. So he's got Jamie Lee Curtis to be in his movie. So from one screen queen to another. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty lineage. So, all right, let's see how they did. No, I just watched right. the trailer. Oh, you're watching it right now? I just watched it. Okay. Oh, you just watched it? Yeah. Well, so they that's show what... way too much, man. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but like the guy that worked on it, he said that's that's nothing. He's like, you, you know, that's that's only oh, there's a bunch iceberg. of kills. Yeah, yeah, there's tons more. It looked like at the end of of the this one that we it just goes right out, right from the first one, right? Yeah, it goes the, escaping, and they're like, whoa, no, let them burn, you know. So um, they really they 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 started off. Uh, it was a slow burn on the serial killers, uh, and then it quickly ramped up. If that makes any sense. Okay. <laughs> there's plenty of kills. There's plenty of kills in this one, if that's what you're looking for. Oh, yeah. No, there's no. They're saying there's way more. Like I said, the body count in this one is more than any other Halloween movies, they said. Yeah. No, so it's going buck wild. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see what let's they see. said. Good extra credit picked by mine, man. Fonzo, you picked Halloween 2018. This one was pretty cool. Like, you know, yeah, the Halloween, Halloween franchise has a lot of stops and reboots, but this one was pretty cool. We just take it from the first to the second one and continue it. If you could take it like that, you know, they tried that with H2O and that didn't work, but this one seemed really cool. Uh, the, the, I guess the new thing is the older beat up chick. Like they had that in, uh, Terminator with, uh, with, uh, in the, the last Terminator movie with freaking Linda Hamilton. They've, they've done this a few times with the older beat up grizzled woman you know but it's, it's a good trope because they're good characters so this one with freaking Jamie Lee Curtis you know she's all like a prepper and getting ready it was a good I, I liked it so I'm going to say I'm going to fucking say fuck it I'm going to say it's a Slater double down from my man Fonzo I'm going to say it's a Woo. high dollar for freaking Harley because it's practical a lot of practical effects and it looks like all this shit like it's home alone in the house you know and I say, my man MCP, I'm gonna say he liked that. He gave it a dollar. So those are my week's picks. Hopefully you guys are having a great time. And uh, take care, of bad boys for life. Awesome. Damn. I mean, he nailed he it with like, the character. Yeah, I mean, exactly so right. He only, he only gets a point. Fortunately. Damn. He was so close, man. Didn't he get yours, Antonio's point? Yeah. Nobody lost yours. Nobody lost your. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. 
man, he just missed it this week. Mm. So close. I'm killing it for eight points instead he only gets two. All right, next. Halloween 18. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a straight D as well. Bam! What defines a good Halloween film? I don't know, I'm sure Alfonso will yell at me for asking that question. All right, um, everybody stay safe. <laughs> Uh, drink lots. Party hard. Bad boys for life. That's funny enough, I didn't hear the question. What, what was the question? Did you hear it, Tony? Hey, badly, I'm actually interested in watching the film. And after watching from you today, sit in the future. From okay. the trailer. That a bit of fun until it's not um, but yeah straight D in a Honda um, straight D in a Honda and Halloween 18 <laughs> referring to his car I got oh I, did, I missed that the first time well, that's D hilarious. in a Honda oh I get that too yeah <laughs> straight D in a Honda <laughs> um, smart I don't know uh, that's that's a straight D as well. What defines a good Halloween film? I don't know, I'm sure. It's always hard to find a good Halloween film. D as well. What defines a good Halloween film? I don't know, I'm sure. Straight D as well. What defines a good Halloween film? It's not like he's going to say, what the that's fuck is straight D as well. What defines a good Halloween film? It is close. Uh, Man, what's he saying, Tony? You wrote it down, slowed it down. You said, "Yeah, we all heard it slowed down." None of us, still, none of us know what he's saying. No, that was crazy. It's like it's obvious he's asking a question. We just don't know what question it is. It's. Like, what's a fun Halloween film? Yeah, I think, right? Play it one more time, let's see. <sighs> let's see. Straight D. Um, but, yeah. No, here. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a straight D as well. <laughs> what defines a good Halloween film? What defines a good defines Halloween? defines oh. what defines a good Halloween film? Yeah. Go ahead, Tony. You take that one. Right, because I I obviously have the qualifications to be able to speak on what <laughs> a good Halloween film is. Well, you you, you said that so eloquently, so absolutely, go right ahead. Uh, it's got to make you feel well. Okay, it's not horror. He's not asking what defines a good horror film, a good Halloween film. Is he talking about Halloween franchise or Halloween the holiday? Yeah, good point. 
right? Because if you're talking so about you're throwing a ho- the question back at him, then yeah, Wait, that's right. Week? Clarify, motherfucker. Boom. How about that? How about that, Reed? Spoiler. <laughs> <alert>. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do you want to know about Halloween film in terms of the holiday or Halloween yeah. film in terms be of more, the more franchise? Specific. Exactly. Be more specific. Right. And, Cause, and slow the fuck down. You're going too fast. <laughs> <laughs> because judging by the conversations we just had, right. Halloween movie, the franchise Halloween film has to have the right mask, has to have the mask. Absolutely. And it has to look right. Mm-hmm. Right? Add Carpenter score. Mwah. Chef right. Case. It's got to have Carpenter score. So if Carpenter doesn't score it, it should be uh, sound like Carpenter scored it. It has to have his sound. Does it have to be Carpenter? And it, does that mean that Halloween films? Could be his partner Alan Howarth, who worked on it. <laughs> right. So, so you can't make Halloween films without the people that are currently in. I mean, making them. you can, but us purists like to have you know, like oh, the original is so much better. Sure, sure. So, so what defines a good Halloween film is that it's the original Halloween film. And nothing else matters. And nothing else. <laughs> there you go. Let's watch the first one over and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Thanks for asking that question. I got you. the Halloween questions. You my man MCP takes care of you. See that? So I, I got you. But he Next crushed point, it because he got a straight D. That's right. So he gets a bonus point for four doing. points. So that Boom. bumps him up to 24, which puts him ahead of Angie. Ooh. Got a new second like place. Yeah. Bam. All right. I'll wait for Tony to drop that Halloween dubstep version now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He's played it before. Nice caller. Halloween 2018. That movie is fantastic. Horror movies have gotten a lot better in the last few years. Um,. I'm going to say Fonzo gives it a dollar. Actually, all three guys give it a dollar. So, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Again, I'm sorry. Anyways, take it easy, guys. Uh, Bad boys for life. Yes, sir. Damn, got them all right. And a Guatemalan accent too, Harley, at the top. Yeah, 18. Damn. It's only one point down on art. Coming back. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. All right. Well, let's see where Angie is. I, I don't think she's going to stay. I think we got Evan on. first. Okay. Okay. So Halloween, got to be a Slater for Fonzo. Double down on that. <sighs> Tony's giving this a high dollar, and Harley's giving this a dollar. Bad boys for life. Damn, I feel bad. Mm. Fucked over Art and Evan. Damn. He only got one point. Oh, oh, man. Sorry, Evan. Yeah, he, he, did, he did rough this week because that mm. puts... Mm. Angie's yet to go, but that only puts Reed four points down. Okay. So. All right, here's Angie. And on to the extra credit for Halloween. Ponzo, of course, is going to give it a dollar, at least. My God. Um, and then Harley's going to give it a waste of time. And oh. MCP's going to give it a low dollar. So change it up. 
Uh, see what everybody comes up with, and I will call in next week. Bye. Thank you, thank you. She don't say bad boys for life. She knows that. I don't know. Does Evan say it either? Evan doesn't say it either, do they? Oh, I don't know. Not right I didn't pay attention this time. Minus points for not, them not saying that. So try to show Harley. And didn't get her points. Oh. Oh, what oh my god, what the, the hell, hell are you doing? Are you doing? I know, I'm sorry. I know what he's doing. He's looking at stuck steps this fucking videos. Who? By Harley. <laughs> Stuck steps his face. <laughs> took Tony a while. Took me a while. Tony. God damn it. I was like, oh man. I'm like, who, what artist is that? A DJ Stuck Stepsis? <laughs> DJ Stuck Stepsis? What? I'm confused. <laughs> oh, uh, so, do you need me to play your shit again? Yes. Oh my god. Queen, Hanzo, of course, is going to give it a dollar, at least. My God. Um, and then Harley's going to give it a waste of time. And MCP's going to give it a low dollar. So change it up. Uh, see what everybody comes up with. And I will call in next week. So Bye. She got. Okay. She thought I gave it a waste of time, but she got you $2. Mm hmm. Right on, right on. So, uh, okay, so Angie and Reed are now tied at second place with 24 points. Evan is still in the lead with 28 and a half, but uh, Angie and Reed are are catching up for sure. Uh, Art uh, had a tough week, but he's still, I mean, you know, one big gambling. Excuse me, you know that's how he's going to play it. So he's got 19 and D, the champ, with 18. What happened? Oh, All right. you sent a link. Oh, yeah, I, I sent I the link. It, I thought <laughs> it ended the call. Oh, oh no! Whoops! Here we go again. No, I so. just sent a link of. Uh, it's a song that I, I've been listening to on the radio, not on the radio, but uh, on YouTube Music, and then I just saw the video for it. Holy shit! <laughs> that I put the time step in here. If you ever wanted to see a, uh, well, I won't spoil it. If you guys, if you guys an AK forty seven on top of a tank, on a All tank, shades. <laughs> that's incredible, right? Yeah, I'm watching this after this. It looks like a lot of one of those Soviet air communist cars. Yeah, this is this is good shit. I don't want to listen to this song. I just want to watch the video. Oh, I'll play the song for you. <laughs> I like this song. I was doing donuts and the bear is on the fucking passenger side. Yeah, it was a freaking, this freaking bear with an AK on the tank. Yeah, what the fuck? And, and, uh, yeah, he, he barely, he just, he just hangs out with the bear. Yeah. I was just singing. Doing Russian things with Russian bears. <laughs> I was just singing, uh, Ice Cubes. Today was a good day earlier this morning. Oh, right. nice. I, I said the line. I didn't even have to use my AK. AK. I do that with Chris because she doesn't, she didn't grow up listening to hip hop. Yeah. So I can say like the most random hip hop lyrics. Yeah. And I won't do it in a sing songy way. I'll just uh-huh. walk into the, to the room and go, 
Mama cooked the breakfast with no harm. And she's like, what? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Mama cooked the breakfast with no harm. No harm? With, well, what is he? What is the lyric? Did you just oh, say no. no harm? Yeah, that's the way I always sang it. Mama cooked the breakfast with no harm. But what's the correct lyric? Ham, you motherfucker. Oh, Talking about breakfast. Right. So oh, no way did you say it to the cool? I said it wrong. You said it wrong. I've been fucking it up for 20 years, so there you go. Uh, Mama cooked the breakfast with no harm. <laughs> it never made sense. Listen, that's Harley, why she looked at me like Harley, an idiot. Harley, I didn't pig out. Oh, yeah. Then I got a call from the girl I wanted to dig out. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Ham, it makes sense. Pig out. Yeah. Pig out. No, I get it. Yeah, you're oh, right. I love harm yes. way better now. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Who likes it? Who oh, puts, who, uh, I want to know who, who cooks with harm. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently Harley doesn't. It's fucking hip hop lyrics. I didn't, I didn't think much of it, you know. My mama cooked their breakfast with no hog. No, it's hog, not ham. Sorry. Oh, he says hog. Yeah, hog. That makes yeah. sense. That it's sounds harm. Cool. Yeah. No barking from the dog. No smog. Smog. My mama cooked the breakfast with no. It's no barking hog. from the darm. No, <laughs> no smarm. I got my grub on, but didn't pig out. Finally got a call from a girl I want to harm. I mean, dig out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Hooked it up for later as I hit the dope. Thinking, will I live? Another 24. I gotta go. Because I got me a drop top. And if I hit the switch, I can make that ass drop. Had to stop at a red light. Didn't even see another jacker in sight. Looking in my mirror. Not a jacker sight. See, that's what you need to say. You just gotta go out there. No, if you really want to get her attention, you got to say, I got to be from Kim and she can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> See how well that works out for you. <laughs> hey, Chris, you're like, yeah, I finally got a call from a girl I want to take out. <laughs> <laughs> and if I hit the switch, I can make that happen. <laughs> Try your luck with those. Yeah, Let us know next too. week how that works out for you. Yeah. Uh, call the homies and I'm asking y'all <laughs> Which court y'all playing basketball Which part are y'all playing basketball Get me on the court and I'm trouble yeah, Halfway home uh-huh. Then we played Bones and now I'm yelling Domino mm-hmm. Pull out the jammy and Oh man um, It was a good day huh Harley Yeah a baba cooked the breakfast with no harm. Good day she did it harm, you know what I mean? Those farm animals have been through a lot already, Tony. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, you know, I think I assume, like, maybe oh, his dude. mom was abusive uh, I'm, notor- I'm notorious for messing up lines, dude. I, right? <laughs> yeah, there was this one song, what was it, where it's like, uh, ain't no woman like the one I got, or, or what is it? Ain't no, ain't no something like the one. I always say one eye guy. It was like one eye. I was referring to do as a cyclops for the longest time. <laughs> I remember saying that in front of my ex, man. She laughed at me so hard. I, she never let that go, man. It was so I was so embarrassed. Like that killed me, dude. There's yeah, like tribe lyrics that, that I'm not a hundred percent, and I'm pretty sure I have it wrong. But because I've been oh, singing no. it for twenty years, right. I just yeah. I just don't want to correct. How about it. you, Tony? You got a lyric you notoriously wrecked? I don't. I, I don't do well with lyrics at all. I don't hear I don't hear lyrics like it's it's mm. I hear I don't hear lyrics I hear I sound and I just and zeros <laughs> yeah kind of yeah yeah like I don't know what people are saying 
Even really, no no song gets your attention. Do you like to re- recite it? No, not not really. Like I don't hear the words. I, I just hear the melody, and 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 if I do sing along, I don't know what I'm saying. I have to like read it. I have to like look up the lyrics, read the lyrics, and then I understand what the words are saying. But like just just if I just find a song and I and I happen to sing the words, I'm I don't know what I'm I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. It's I'm just trying to match the sound. So I'm yeah. absolutely have songs I have, I'm not saying the right thing to. Sure. I just don't so know like, what they I, are so because like, I don't I, remember. Right. So yeah, like hip hop songs in the past, like me and Harley like love you know we grew up listening to hip hop. So like if I go drove to the pad and hit the showers, Harley would say. Uh, I would say, uh, cause. No, I would say it again. Drove to the pad and hit the showers. Um, did it even? Didn't even. Get no static from the cowards. cowards. Just today, them fools tried to blast me. Saw Uh, the police. Saw the police and they rolled right past me. No flexing. Uh, yeah, I'm falling blank on some of these. Didn't even look. Flexing. In their brother's direction. In the brother's direction. Around the intersection. And there was a random intersection. Good call. Went to yeah. Short Dog's house. They was watching Who? you on TV raps. <laughs> shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them up. Oh, you em. forgot the line before that. What's the oh, half on the craps? Yeah, see, uh, I have to listen to it. Like I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so where are we at? Where are we at point-wise? Where are we at? Where are we, what's going on? I already said, motherfucker. <laughs> say it again. No, it was Evan, 28 and a half. Reed and Angie tied at 24. Art, 19. And D at 18. I think Art was the one who really missed out. He could have been yeah. right there with Reed and Angie mm-hmm. had he yep. picked two. We didn't two fuck him over. Yeah. Right, right. So sorry about that, mate. But yeah, he, he'll, yeah. But that when the people start betting and voting, it's when it, you know he's he's got a lot of surprises. You know he he'll be all right. He ain't, he ain't the chef, you know. The chef for a reason, right? So before the, before we get hung up again, how was you guys weekend? No, 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 no. Hang on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got to assign Homework. the assignments for next week. Homework, extra credits. Homework, extra credit. What you got? What you got? All right. So Harley has the homework. I'm going to make it easy for you guys. Uh, the Tomorrow World. Or Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War. Tomorrow yeah, it's been seen that everywhere. Everything. Okay. And on Prime? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think Yes. Amazon original movie. Alright. Alright. I'm gonna try and encourage some uh some gambling here. I'm gonna go oh, back to two thousand and nine. I think we may have uh I've only seen this movie one time, been wanting to watch it again. Uh Ninja Assassin. Oh snap, son. Yeah, it's been a while since I saw that one. Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, we saw it on the podcast a while ago. It's uh Did you want to see uh, this, Tony? Tier T T We tea, talked uh, about Ninja something. Maybe maybe it's since yeah. Mortal Kombat. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, well it's the guy who did V for Vendetta, James McTeague. Yeah. Yeah. Never happened to this guy. Mm. He's been doing television. Oh shit, oh. Sun Kang, who uh who was in Fast Nine? Played Han. He's in it. All right, cool. Yeah, I remember um, when I watched 
the Mortal Kombat. I was like, I think I'd, I'd rather... Hey, give out clues. You're giving out clues to the homeless. Right, right. Well, <laughs> they can just go back. Reed was good about doing this. Uh, yeah. go, back go back and check it out. Yeah, but your opinion might change, though. Right. It might not hold up. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a while. All right, cool. So we've got Ninja Assassin and the Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow War. Cool. Bunch of action flicks. Little yeah. bad boys for a show. That's what I'm talking about. About goddamn time. Before the July weekend, yeah, fireworks. We actually saw fireworks the night before. Um, we pulled over in Oceanside, Martha Luther King Park, and like the baseball field and the huge wide open park, and people were just sitting out there with chairs, and we got to see the fireworks up close, which was really cool. I was thinking, my kids had really, never really seen them up close. We've always seen them on our street. I've seen them from far away. So to get a better sh- uh, look at them and be like a lot bigger was really exciting. It was really cool for them to see. So that was fun. And then the night, and then so the next night we, you know, we did our water balloon fight, which was awesome. You know, we had that pack for like 100, 420 of them. It filled up so easy. And, uh, it was really hot that day. So it was perfect. We started throwing them out and, uh, just, just had a blast, man. It's so much fun. I got a hit. I got hit in the head once. <laughs> I got my neighbor in the head. And then I got I got Oscar in the head, so it was two. I got two headshots, and I got one hit in the headshot. So it was uh, it was fun. Um, and then uh, like I said I'm on vacation this week, so today I had crew uh, picked up his two friends and went to the pool, and they were swimming for like at least four hours. And then we went to uh, two brothers from Italy, got this gigantic pizza. I mean, it was like this box was fucking huge. And while we're walking in with it, everyone's like looking at it like, "Yo, whoa, where's that from? Where's that pizza from?" The table's not big excited. enough. Yeah, it, it almost wasn't. It was pretty funny. They took up the whole thing. Um, but you know, swimming, man, it just, it gives you like, you know, like crazy. Um, so yeah, so did that. And then, um, what did we do Sunday? So the, like I said, house is still getting work done. We got the drywall all done up and, uh, sprayed on all that good stuff. So it's, it's getting ready to get painted. Texture. To the, yeah, texture. That's it. Yeah. It's all textured up now. Um, plumbing. Ready to be proud. So, Absolutely, yeah. Should send them a picture. I should send them pictures of it, and um, so that's all done. And then it's gonna get painted pretty here soon. And then hopefully, once the living room gets all painted, they can put the the new mantle in the fireplace. Um, so yeah. So and Tony, if you ever had free time, could help with the. I want to get that the one that uh, extends to turn the TV around, so I can get so I can work on it in the back. If I, you know what I mean, if I get if I need to. I don't want to just put a mount, a mount. I want the one with the arm that extends. Now you become uh, a little expert on mounting those. <laughs> you have me with my last one, I think. Oh, oh, just you have the mount, or you need to find? No, the I, mount? I, I gotta get one. Yeah, I gotta get okay, one. So I want to get one with the extend of the arm, like like the one we did, in, like the one in the garage. Um, I have one that comes out and stick, you know. Uh, okay, so do you need help finding one, mounting it, all of the above? Yes. Got it. I can get one at Costco, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I can get okay. Costco. Yeah. Whenever you're free. Gotcha. It's probably going to be we'll, a couple weeks. That's perfect. That's, that's It's going to be perfect. It's going to be a couple weeks anyway. So. All right. All right. Cool. But I got that brand new TV and soundbar, but it's just killing me walking by in the garage looking at it. It's like, I'm like, I know. <laughs> I keep looking at it like, that's like that guitar in Wayne's World. I'm like, in time, in time. <laughs> so, um, but that's it, man. Just chilling. Like I said, you know, got the week off, still chilling. So, um, yeah, fortunately, that was cool. We had, a, like I said, we had a barbecue too. We had like a little taco bar. Um, um, and yeah, it's been, it's been fun, man. It's chilling. So, what about you guys? How was your guys? I'll go first. Um, 
Uh, I don't know what we did. Oh, we were we we didn't get back from Chris's parents' house till Saturday afternoon. Obviously, we we were evacuated on. I think it was Tuesday or Monday. I think it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. I took half a day off on Monday. I took Tuesday off. Excuse me. I had to work one day Wednesday down there at Chris's parents' house, and then we actually had Thursday, Friday, and then yesterday off. We had some some company maintenance. They they're changing operating systems and shit, so we switched that over. Well. <clears throat> so they needed a long weekend to do that. So anyways, um, so I had a little vacation too, which was nice, although we were obviously stressed out. Um, you know, I would say within 24 hours of us being evicted, evicted, evacuated, uh, we were pretty confident that the house was going to be okay. At that point, they kind of fought it away. Um, in in uh, grass, not grassland fires, uh, Fires, natural, national, national, natural fires like this. Um, how the fire does is largely related on wind. So if the wind kicks up and it gets real windy, um, the fires can spread really quickly, and there's not a whole lot anybody can do. And because the fire got within a mile, um, the fire got within a mile, and then there's like spot fires of embers that kind of you know, in the wind blows it over. Um, those got significantly closer, like within a quarter of a mile. Um, and it was so windy. They were like, we just need to evacuate. So, and they had, you know, four or five years ago, they had a big fire in, in the city of weed, uh, called the bulls fire. And it burned hundreds of homes down. I mean, it just devastated the community because it's so small as it is. So that they didn't want another one of that in Lake Shastina. So, yeah, so they evacuated everybody, and I mean, then my neighbors across the street that I ride motorcycles with, my neighbor next door, who Chris works with his wife, both of them lost their their home in, in the oh. Bulls fire some years ago. Oh. Yeah, so they they were like, yeah, we evacuated as soon as they announced it. So they didn't, want, you know, they were literally looking at losing their second home to a fucking forest fire so um but fortunately they they um they got it all cleaned up and or you know controlled um before so that was good news so we stayed another 24 hours there's another fire down on the i-5 that actually shut the freeway down for some time Mm. for a couple hours or half a day or something like that um, and when we, we were coming home, I could see where the fire had burned right up to the freeway, right up to Interstate 5. And they had, they had the, the planes had dropped retardant to yeah. prevent it from spreading. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just we're in a drought. It's hot up here. Um, we don't get a lot of rain. We don't get enough snow in the wintertime. And um, so, yeah, you get out to the forest, and it's just super dry. And we had a big lightning, um, uh, thunder and lightning um storm a couple days before the fire i guess the fire had actually started a couple days before it had gotten out of control and they actually fought it but it was so small they put it out uh but they didn't pay attention and it came back so they like so i think it was the national forest there's different fire departments there's cal fire and then there's the national it all depends on where the fire was this one it was national so it was federal employees that had to fight it so they came under fire for being 
you know, for being a dunce for not putting it out entirely. And so, but a lot of that has to do with just the, the sort of libertarian roots of the community. So, uh, but yeah, we came home and everything was okay. Um, and then we we're just kind of been hanging out, trying to do our thing. We got the pool all nice and set up. All the, the levels look really good. So I've been swimming a lot in the pool. I say swimming. It's just kind of lounging, you know. It's not deep enough to really swim. But it's been hot out. So, you know, swimming around the pool for an hour or two is really nice. So, ooh, excuse me. Shit, I'm running out of steam, aren't I? Hmm. All good. Uh, that's it. The real excitement's going to be next weekend. Yeah, but I'll leave. I'll leave that up to Tony. Uh, tell tell him, not tell him. Leave it a surprise. Nah, no. you gotta tell. Him. Uh, last so Maybe this this weekend that just passed. Um, chill as fuck. Nothing really happened. Uh, I know I sent a picture of all the tequila. We didn't drink it. We just tasted it. <laughs> um, that's that's like. A, thing that we've been entertaining getting into a hobby you know is, is getting into the drinking the, more no uh different tequilas <laughs> like tasting tequilas like like Uh-oh. uh finding the tequilas to sip and which were like their flavors and figuring out um you know the different flavor profiles and blah 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 and ba- basically collecting tequilas um and uh this was our first uh foray into it uh my dad's like, hey, I, I want to buy some some bottles for uh, like my lawyer and like my my bank guy, my this guy. Like he wants to give away gifts to to people who've like helped him out. So we're like, yeah, 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 we'll get you some some fancy bottles. So we you got him some fancy tester? bottles. Uh, what's that? The taste tester. Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, we definitely um, because it was at my dad's birthday. Somebody brought a bottle um a fancy bottle and he's like yeah this is just like a hundred dollar bottle of tequila blah 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 um and i served it to my dad and pretty much everyone else at the party and so we like it just disappeared but my dad liked it we all liked it we're like holy shit this is like really good tequila uh it's not like a fire in your throat tequila it it's not the you know take your clothes off tequila you know do you just take shots all night no, this is a sipping tequila. Um, and so that's what got, that's kind of what got it started. Um, and then I was, I've been doing, you know, my research and looking up tequilas, like looking up, uh, when we went to Mexico, that's kind of what we wanted to see. Like, all right, or, or we were hoping to get uh, a little more into it. Instead, we just got swindled. Um, so, uh, we found this, uh, that liquor store down in, uh, in Old Town. Um, so it's such a cool place so many different tequilas and yeah uh we brought them home taste tested them that was on saturday uh nothing else interesting happened really uh i went to the dentist and they fucked my mouth up that's all um (laughs) yeah that's all that happened on friday uh but so yeah so we've got um the five different tequilas in there um we 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 spent like six (laughs) hundred dollars in tequila uh from that store um one of the bottles is 50 bucks another one's like 60 bucks another one's 80 bucks another one's 90 bucks another one is 150 dollars um and uh and yeah they they all have a unique flavor unique taste 
We've been tasting. We we were just taste just t- a little bit. We don't even take a full shot. We're just sipping them to taste them, and then we taste them at different times of the day. We were trying to blind taste taste them and test each other, um, and it's like you were like, okay, yeah, this is the good. This is the one I like. This is my favorite. And then the next day we tried again, and it's a different one that we find our favorite. It's like what the hell, like. It's it's cool. It's fun. Like we're discovering this new uh, hobby, I guess. Um, yeah. So yeah. So stay tuned on 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 that stuff. Uh, Sunday, yeah. Sunday was just chill. It, there's no, nothing exciting to happen this weekend. Um, we we don't do fireworks. We don't do Fourth uh, of July shit. Um, we just stayed home. So uh, yeah, boring weekend. Uh, but like Harley said, uh, the real party is going to be next weekend. Um, I have a vacation coming up next week. We're going up to the Redwoods um, with Lainey's family. Um, and on the way up, we're stopping by Harley's place. Yeah. Oh snap, son. Yeah, right? we're gonna be we'll we'll be recording while at uh, Harley's place on Sunday. Oh night. shit. Yeah. I'm so internet, jealous. I don't know if my internet can handle it. But uh, yeah, we're gonna try. <laughs> you, have to go, you have to go to that parking lot in the, in the golf course. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Harley be at home and I'll be at the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. When is this? This weekend. Oh, yeah, we'll do it on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are gonna leave Saturday, so you'll get Saturday. here probably. But fuck. Nighttime. Uh, we yeah, intend to leave at like five in the morning. Oh, okay. On Saturday well, that, morning. That, that'll make a reasonable. It's a cool drive too, Tony. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We already have stops planned at Costco to refuel and Panda within the same parking lot. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to make if you want to make decent time uh, driving up the I five corridor, don't stop. <laughs> That's uh, where you lose time. Because if because you you don't hit a lot of traffic, okay. Especially if you can get out outside of L.A. Once you get past Magic Mountain, you know there's not a lot of traffic. Yeah, um, you can cruise at 75, 80 miles an hour. Nice. Uh, if you have a small bladder that forces you to stop every two hours, that can quickly add a lot of time to. Your gotcha. Trip. Okay. So just fast the day before. How so, long will you guys be there at this place? So the trick is is obviously don't over hydrate don't drink a bunch of like caffeinated stuff that can cause that's a diuretic diuretic right? Right. you want anything uh salt yeah we what salt, salt do retains water yeah yeah we so, we, we yeah. yeah we're good so about salt snack on it. snack on salty shit no no we'll just we'll just take spoonfuls of salt <laughs> that'll work too <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how pleasurable that will be uh, we've done it before yeah, you know how they have uh, um, um, rubber ducks for the pools. Do they have one? They have rubber chickens. <laughs> you can bring them one and have them floating in the pool. There you go. I just found yeah. on Amazon they have thirty pieces slingshot chicken funny rubber flicking chicken toy ejection chicken toy flying chicken flingers stretchy game for boys and girls. Awesome! Wow, that was a tongue twister. I, I applaud you for being able to pull it off. Oh, today in the pool, this one guy—it uh, was his kid. He was playing like uh, beer pong, but with just like his kid. It, it was two floating ones. They're, they float in the pool. It's like a one cool. triangle with like five cups, or like one, two, three, four, five, six. What, how many cups? Like six of them, whatever. It comes well, ball. if it's just three, two, and one, it's six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's one side, one floating, and one in the other. Uh, That's like cool. The pool. That's fun, Damn, yeah. what do you make his kid drink? Uh, chlorine water. 
I, yeah, but I figured, hey, you bring him something for the pool. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. I'll see if uh, we, we yeah, got to schedule it in. We got a, you guys in the pool. Got a busy week. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. definitely take pictures. How many, yeah, how many of you guys are going to be there? Just that uh, Saturday and Sunday. And then we'll head out Monday morning to the Redwoods because okay. we got we got a cabin that we rented. Oh shit! Yeah. So you, that Redwood is the uh, where is that? That's uh, how much further that from Harley? Uh, five uh, five hours, I think. He's yeah, four, be a four, four or five, five hours. hour drive, depending yeah. on again. Redwood National Park. No, you be, I think you're, they, you're the, the actual pl- name of the place yeah. was over by the coast, like along the beach. Um, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, there's Klamath something. Klamath. Yeah, that sounds right. Which isn't Klamath Falls because that's up in Oregon. Yeah. So Chris was saying it was in Del Norte. Where is it? Let's see. I'm looking at it right now. Let's see. Klamath tour. Yeah, she said it was Trees of Mystery area. So Mysteries? Yeah, it's a it's a park there you can go to. So yeah, so you're south of Crescent City. Um and then and so you guys are gonna go home from there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the plan is. <laughs> How'd you find that place? How'd you pick? Uh, They've been going there uh, during their childhood. They would go up there all the time. Oh, okay. Because they used to live in Oregon, so it was only like a two-hour drive down to it. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just watched the video where like this guy went to the Shining Hotel, the one that was used the exterior for it. Ah. That's in Oregon. That's in. um, Uh, you know the beginning with it's got that music and it's got like that yeah. almost kind of plane shot where it's flying over. Yeah. Right, right. And you see the helicopter shot over it. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's. it's There's a lot there. of that. There's a lot of that Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, so awesome, had- the whole side when they're when they're driving up there. All the trees. Yeah. It's called the Timberline. The Timberline Lodge. It's in Oregon. Ah. Uh, yeah. We'll have to visit some point. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Government camp. What the fuck is that? All right, well, cool. Well, we should end the cut. Probably we just yeah. Oh, yeah, we're about to get cut we'll off anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck well, you, cool. Google. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was episode five fifty nine of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly rant about all things movies. Thanks for everyone for calling in, getting your calls in, getting your points. And uh, yeah. sorry, it didn't go as well as some people did, but some did really well, some didn't. But you know, thanks for calling in, and remembering. Again, sorry for recording late, but it was it late on a holiday. That is what it is. But I'm your host, Fallen. Say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. <laughs>